professional joint we got going on here. No, no, it's not. Things can only go up from here. I don't even know how to start this piece of shit off. Welcome! We're doing a podcast. Um, Why are we doing it a day early? Late. Because you wanted to go watch Star Wars. Yeah, no, I'm going to see Star Wars tomorrow. And then yep. Sean is packing tomorrow, I think, because he's leaving no, the next Friday. day. He's leaving Friday, though. He's gonna... Oh, yeah, right. That was why he wanted to do Wednesday, because he also wanted to pack. He wanted more time to pack instead of just doing TDP and then packing. And he specifically said he wants more time to play Undertale before he comes up. He wants to try to finish it off. He wants to be ready for a Game of the Year conversation. Yeah. And, I mean, I think he just realized after seeing the internet talk about it and the game FAQs thing, it's like, <laughs> yeah. this is a game, if you're going to talk about video maybe, games, yeah. you have to at least have for, some experience. For all it. the games that I get shit about yeah. not playing, I have at least played this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like your golden ticket, basically. It doesn't even matter what yeah. else you played because you I can I don't even need to write my game of the year list. I can just put Undertale <laughs> in every slot and it'll be perfectly fine. Most yeah. disappointing, most anticipated of last year. <laughs> yes. Boom. Done. Yep. Exactly. Most disappointing. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what? <laughs> I've been considering putting it in there, not because I, it's a bad game, just because of the hype that I, I wanna it. know I wanna know how many points Undertale got as most disappointing, thanks to that one dude. Honestly, if I like I didn't count all of them. If I had counted it, it would have been like <laughs> probably 80 <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah so that guy could have really fucked it up i honestly just didn't want to go through the work of <laughs> counting all of the times he put it. fuck that guy if you're listening <laughs> fuck you wow strong words <laughs> that's just such oh man that's frustrating just because there's so many like other people that do it seriously and then you just see that and you're like fuck mm-hmm Whatever. Welcome to TDP, Top Down Perspective. It is the December before Christmas edition. December 16th. There we go. That's a day. Yeah. That is actually today. So I am one of your hosts, Paul, with John. I hit my mic. <laughs> Professional. I Professional know. podcast. This is my job, you can tell. And um, Hank. Welcome. Hello. I'm here. For people Hello, who Hank. don't know who you are, which is probably everybody, Hank, what do you do? <laughs> hey, I was on TDP once before. Nobody listens to TDP. Oh No. That's true. I don't uh, even have a computer on my side. The Burning Barrel podcast with Paul, and I write a bunch of stuff on the Burning Barrel website. You are essentially the only person that keeps that site going. <laughs> yeah. Every Bunch week, there's a movie review on there for a movie that came out that week. It's actually pretty impressive. I've got, I've got to write one for the movie I just saw today. Chirac. That'll be oh, yeah? sometime soon. Yep. What about Star Wars? You see Star Wars yet? I have not seen Star Wars yet. Are you see going that to see it? At 6.30 in the morning on Friday. God 6.30 in the morning? Jesus. Well... So I decided I wanted to see it in the best IMAX screen in New York, and by the time I decided that, there were only stupid times to see it, and I thought seeing it at 6.30 in the morning would be funny, if nothing that else. That is funny, to be fair, because <laughs> I didn't even know theaters were open that early. <laughs> there there's yeah. so many showtimes for that fucking movie. It's not like normal movies. He, does, like, he does go to New York City for movies. He lives in yeah. Jersey, so... 
the city that never sleeps. That's mm-hmm. New York, right? Yep. Yeah. 24-hour public transit. It's super convenient and makes me annoyed when I go other places that don't have it. So you would else hate it here. Holy yeah. shit, you would hate it here. Yeah. Our main train line like just stops running at like 1.30 in the morning. Just stops mm-hmm. completely. Oh, that depends on the day. Remember on Sundays it ends at like 12. Yeah. Like, the thing is, if you're like a bar hopper or something... You're screwed because it's like train has stopped running way after like the bar closes. <laughs> so you yeah. are paying for cabs to get everywhere. It's annoying too because like we're not a big city population wise, but we're spread out over a large area. Mm-hmm. So getting around without good public transit is the worst. It's so fucking bad. If you don't have a car here, you, there's just some parts of the city you will actually never see. Yeah. A lot of the city actually. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to see Star Wars tomorrow right after work, so at 10.40 at night. I figured that was probably fine. Have, like, an hour to eat before lining up, and I'm sure there will be a lineup because I hear it's going to be a big movie. I hear it's a thing people care about. What? Nobody cares about Star Wars. That's not true. I mean, I kind of agree with you, though, because... (laughs) I bought my ticket two days ago out of a sense of obligation. Like, we're going to have to talk about this on the internet at some point. I just got to see this fucking movie. Mm. I, think it'll be, I think it'll be it, fine. Yeah, it's gotten good reviews. Already? Yeah. Oh, yeah people have already seen it. It's out in, like, Sweden and other countries. But, like, why would you read a review? When you I didn't worried? read a review. I okay. click review sites without thinking, and I'm like, oh, there's Star Wars <laughs> review. Got I see it got a one on Metacritic. I see it got... Four and a half stars out of five. Okay, I'm going to close this now before I read anything. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, Star Wars video games have been a thing. Actually, you know what? Battlefront just came out this year. And that and it's already terrible. $20 off. Yeah. That game is terrible. <laughs> it has like five maps now. Oh, like, man. Like Moving up launch. in the world. Yep. It's almost like Splatoon was when it first came out, except I think Splatoon is more liked. And Splatoon doesn't have a $50 season pass. That too. (laughs) Price of the game again for maps. That's some bullshit. I hate... And Splatoon had more of a campaign mode than Battlefront. Because they had boss fights and shit. It's true. Unfortunately, uh, Battlefront probably sold more than Splatoon. Although Splatoon's been pretty good. Apparently, it just sold a million copies in Japan. Cool. And then now they're doing like some like, game crazy like live concert with the Squid Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Japan, why not? About. Yeah, no, I mean, I believe you. I just don't know what so, you're talking so, about. You know, you know the mascot characters of the game, Callie and Marie? I mean, yeah. they. I haven't played Splatoon. You, you've probably still. seen them on the internet. Yeah, I have. Yeah, they're apparently they're doing like an idol show concert with them now. Okay. Because they can. Okay. So Japan. So like they the new that. like like a Hatsune Miku sort of thing. Kinda, yeah. From what I'm seeing. Okay, but not a Vocaloid, right? Like they're not actually performing; they're just kind of like dancing or something. I don't know. They're probably overdubbing the songs over like mascot costumes or something. Okay. Hmm. Um. I mean, the segue was Star Wars and video games. We talk about video games. 
Video games. Yay. So John just finished up his Starcade series on YouTube, so go check that out at John Tron Show. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to go from that. John, what the fuck have you been playing? Pokemon Macross, because that's all I've been had time for. That game continues to not be very good. I am almost at my spending limit. I've had to almost like buy all the pick rights. How so, how much have you put in? Thirty-two Canadian, thirty Canadian. Okay, so you, something like that. So uh, you're just like the one tier under what I've spent, basically. Yeah, already. Basic, yeah. I have to buy another thousand, and they're all free. And I have how many left? I can't check because I was in the middle of a puzzle. Um. Uh, I have about eight worlds left to unlock, and I have only 500 pick rights left in my account, and each world to unlock is at least 200 pick rights. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to say it. If you're going to play Pokemon Pacross, just buy all the pick rights outright. I have not had a, like, since I did that, I have not had a problem with any gating. I've just had yeah. a problem with how the game doesn't feel that good. <laughs> yeah, I still don't like the fact that it's like, do all these. I like the challenges, the idea of them, but I don't like the execution. I don't like that the challenges are like you need this Pokemon and that Pokemon isn't available for two more areas. Yeah, I don't like uh, oh, the, even better, I found one Pokemon challenge in like area 10 and I just found the actual Pokemon they're talking about in area 22. Great! <laughs> That's so cool. Which yep. Pokemon is it? Psyduck. Yeah, I was wondering when you get Psyduck because I'm like in area 20. Yeah. <laughs> and I still haven't seen that motherfucker anywhere. That's really bad. That is so fucking poor. <laughs> yeah, that game continues to blow, but it's Picross, so still Picross, still good. And I'm still playing Record Keeper as always. I'm just saying that because I don't want to give Picross game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. <clears throat> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it's, fair. It's Christmas in Record Keeper now, and it's Orb Fest again. So. Or no, what do they call the actual event this time? It's like Festive Festive Fantasy is the new event in Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Ooh. Sounds fantastical. And festive. It sounds festive is actually what it sounds like. Yeah, it does, really. That's, that's all I played. Okay, um, I'll just jump in because we kind of segue into each other. I play Pokemon Picross, and it kind of still blows, but it gives me something to do on like the ride to work and stuff, so... That's that. Otherwise, I've been playing Just Cause 3, and I don't know what Sean was playing because that game is not half as bad as he says it is. That game... I I think Sean's standards might have been a little high on it. Yeah, he was super, super excited for it. I was just kind of excited for, like, an open-world game to fuck around in here and there and not really care too much about. Because you don't care about story in those games... You care about blowing shit up and explosions, and the explosions in that game are beautiful. They're really good looking. But he he said on console <laughs> the frame rate issues with the explosions. I feel like yeah, that, like explains why he had a bad time, and that's terrible. That on console that game doesn't seem to run that good. But on PC, I've been running it good, even though yeah. I run an AMD card, and apparently that game is supposed to be fucked on AMD cards. Yeah, but I haven't really had any technical issues. Like that, you're pretty lucky then, because I've heard a lot of people say bad shit with AMD yep. cards. 
I had the weirdest bug I think I've ever seen in a game where when I turned it on once, it gave me split screen double vision. What? Like horizontal stacked on top of each other twice of the whole game. I don't know what the what, fuck caused that. Did you that. accidentally enable some 3D mode? I mean, they weren't side by side. They were on top of each other. It was bizarre. <laughs> a really I shitty 3D mode? Game. It looked like shit, too. Like, the colors were all washed out. It sounds um, like a weird And I relaunched it, and then bug. it fucking worked fine. Just closing it and then opening the game again. It sounds it like a refresh rate bug or something. Something. Yeah. It was That's weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, that, and I had the game crash once. And other than that, I haven't had any issues. Yeah, the problems I've had with Just Cause 3 so far is that it does not like to play well with XSplit for me. Mm. So streaming it, I had a sh- like a really shitty time. I had mm-hmm. a bad time doing that. As soon as I like was just playing it on my own, haven't had a single problem with it. No crashes. It loads up quickly, and sixty frames per second minimum. Like it's great. It runs yeah. totally fine. The problems with it are the problems I have with any open world game, where mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, there's a lot of filler content. It's one of these open world games that like when you buy it you're buying it with the idea that you're going to put 200 hours to do every little thing in it Mm -hmm. so that's it's definitely structured that way yeah like for me the big appeal for this is the addition of the wingsuit yes because with the uh with the grappling hook and a wingsuit you can just fly forever you never actually touch the ground in this game yeah yeah but like it's it requires an amount of skill, so it's always engaging because you're yes. always sort of doing stuff, and you go you can go so fast with a wingsuit. Like you can go so high too. Yeah, really <laughs> you can get real high, high bro. <laughs> and like you're so even when you're destroying shit, you're so tanky. Like you just eat bullets. You don't actually need to fight anyone unless you have to do something that requires you to not be shot, like hacking. Are yeah. there so like difficulty a lot settings? T- yes, um, there are. There are. Yeah. So a lot of the game I play it just when I'm blowing stuff up is just hook shotting directly from one thing to another, yeah. planting C4 and just <laughs> blowing it up. Like Oh really? Yeah. The way I do it is like out Okay, so the way it's kind of set up when you're taking over a city or taking back a settlement <laughs> or whatever there's like little things you have to do in that town or settlement or like yeah. place. One of them will be, like, destroy maybe four or five, like, speaker setups, like, PA systems. One's usually take down a statue of the dictator. Everything for you to destroy is uh, colored red. Yeah. So, basically, what I've just been doing is going to, like, a place I haven't liberated yet, going about, like, a kilometer outside the city, and just getting up a whole bunch of speed with my wingsuit coming in, parachuting, and then just, like, blowing shit up with a rocket launcher as I soar past the city. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice so uh, like it's just it's still that game it's still the mm-hmm. game where you're just going around blowing shit up and that's fun and funny and then you turn it off and never think about it again until you want more of it like i don't know what else you would expect from it but so it's a popcorn flick game basically it totally is totally yeah. it's still it's still not as engaging as two i will say for the reasons sean pointed out like it does feel very much structured where like you have the objective things you have to destroy and that's how you do this thing you're not just causing like complete chaos even though that Mm -hmm. is an objective for some things but um i I mean he called it pixel hunting 
I just don't really agree with because once you've done it once, yeah. <clears throat> pretty much know where everything is. Yeah. Like it's not like they're mixing up where they're putting this shit. Like the the billboards are always near the outskirts of town. Um, generators are in certain places. The prison. I think I have to see more the principle of it because like yeah. it wasn't in Just Cause Two. You just caused chaos and that moved the story along. I think that's his real gripe. I mean, yeah, for the most part, there was it was still like a video, uh, an open world video game where it had little shit to do. But like, yeah, and he's not wrong. That part is missing and it feels like a hole that I wish wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm just having fun. It's like my podcast game that I play for an hour or two before I go to bed. Like, that's all it ever was to me. And I mean, they're still does that. Yeah, they're basically asking you to just destroy everything you can destroy in a town for the most part. Yeah. Other than like a gas station or something or some towers that can but for the most part, like because the regular city stuff isn't destructible. Like the civilian right. buildings. They don't blow up at all. Right. Yeah. Um But for me it's like the just the wingsuiting. Like, the fact that they changed yeah. from Just Cause 2 to a game where I barely use the parachute. Like, the parachute is for breaking and specific situations, but most of the time, I'm, like, directly hookshotting or I'm wingsuiting. Yeah. And it, it, like, changes the game until I'm playing it differently. And I just think a lot other thing is I just think the world looks a whole lot more appealing than Just Cause 2's world, which looked pretty fucking bland overall. Like, it just I just didn't find that game pleasant to look at. Yeah. So you're zooming over these colorful like landscapes and these islands. It's it just is actually like it might be one of the most beautiful games out this year, just graphically, like the colors <laughs> and the landscapes and stuff like that. It's so good looking. Yeah, that's, it's just pretty. I mean, that's like not a very important thing, but it's nice. <laughs> it's important when like what I wanted to do in that game is fucking stay in a wingsuit for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So the other thing about the way they structure this game is there are like leaderboards f- that I don't understand how they work. Cause they don't never seem to be drawing from enough, like that many people. They but seem they're... to draw from people I've never heard of too. That aren't yeah. on a friend list. <laughs> like I don't, I don't get what they're drawing from. It, I don't there's only really like five people and I'm, I don't recognize any of them. Yeah. But so they, they do track like any little thing you do. Like it'll track how long you've stayed directly in a wingsuit without switching to anything else. How long you, how far you traveled in a prone, like in prone. Like it, it has all these weird stats it'll track, which is just interesting. And it makes me feel like this game should have just taken the tools and made it like a weird sports game or something. Yeah. Or like made itself structured more like a burnout paradise or something rather than being an, so married to being a modern day AAA action game in the I way agree. that it, it deals with mission stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing I appreciate about this game is I don't have to care about the upgrade tree. Like I could play to get that stuff, but the tools they give me are so fun. I don't actually care enough to do that. The boring missions that give me stuff like I don't care about vehicles in this game. I can already fly, but they drive fine fast. when you have to. Like, yeah. The, the vehicles actually drive okay, which I, was kind of surprising to me because I don't remember Just Cause 2 and Just Cause 1, the vehicles driving particularly great, and they mm-hmm. feel totally yeah. fine in this. They're so. totally fine. You can put nitrous on everything, like nitrous yeah. on helicopters, which is funny. And you can make boats that jump, <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, it's just so much fun to fly that I don't really care about any of that stuff. Like the the their stupid challenges, they're always like flying through rings and stuff. It's tied to upgrades, but they're always tied specifically to the thing that you're doing in it, at least. Yeah. So like if you want boats, you play the boat missions. Like it's not at least they're not hiding shit behind weird missions. Yeah. Um the the like destruction missions are weirdly bad because you're just destroying stuff, but there are no enemies around, so it's inherently less interesting than normally destroying stuff. I haven't even bothered doing those because I've just yeah. been having fun doing like the normal world stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I haven't done them at all. There is a funny thing where there's on the fir- on the starting island, there's one base where wherever whenever you go there, there's like a story mission where they have some weapon that's targeting you and. It will always target you when you go to try and attack that base and like airstrike you constantly while you're trying to take it. So there's a story mission that'll turn that off, and then taking that base would be much easier. But I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So I took that base while I was still being constantly airstruck. Yep, me too. That was like the, the hardest thing I've done in that game, and it was fun and stupid. It was like, no, fuck you. I'm taking this base even though I can't stop or I will die because their airstrikes constantly targeting me. Yep. That was fun. I listened to a whole co-optional podcast I was trying to catch up on <laughs> doing that one mission. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you're just yeah, like going everywhere. You're flying mm-hmm. around everywhere because you cannot stop for 2 seconds. You will die. Yeah. Yeah. So I just find that thing fun to play. Like I don't the characters are surprisingly uh, charming in a weird way, but I really don't care about the story at all. I know it makes also, the weird thing about that game is, like, it makes me think the only progression for Rico Rodriguez is for him now to become a crazy tyrant. Yeah. Because you can just fucking kill people, and it doesn't... There's no... I just feel like the progression for him is now he becomes the tyrant of some That would island. actually be badass. <laughs> that would be so cool. Like, that would make sense, based on what they where they put his character, who just doesn't seem to give a shit about people. Yeah. It's like, you kill civilians, and he just goes, eh... I should probably stop doing that. Like that's all that that's he does. It. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, yeah this, fine. Yeah, it's 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 totally okay. Yeah. I think and you I, could do worse. Like if that was your one game that like, you know what, I'm going to buy this and this is the only game I can afford for like 4 months, I think you're yeah. going to get your money worth out of it and I think you could do worse. Mhm. So, that being said, it's gonna. It's not. I, I can't find a spot for it on my top ten for game no, of the year. It won't make my top ten either. No, but like, it's totally fine. Um, that's and, all and I've it, been playing. It just makes you sort of annoyed there isn't multiplayer for it at all. It's, yeah, especially since what got people interested in Just Cause Two again, or Just Cause the series again, was mm-hmm. the mod to make it yeah. multiplayer. So, and at least they should have. They should have had like co-op for single player. Like the way Far Cry does. Mitch Terror saying, I haven't played Just Cause 2. Does the story matter in that game at all? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Um, and that game's super cheap, so if you just want to see how much you like it, that game goes on sale for like two bucks. That's all I played, so we play should just transition well. into what okay. else you've done. Um, I'll talk about Yoshi's Woolly World for a sec. And I've only played Yoshi's Woolly World, Woolly World co-op. 
Okay, so that is my, definitely a different experience. Yeah, my experience is only co-op, and I really like that game as a co-op game, and a big part of it is it allows you to be a jerk to your friends, like you can eat them and throw them, but there are no lives, so there's no real penalty unless you both die and then you have to start the level over. Like, it's not punishing in the way, like, new Super Mario Brothers can be sometimes. But dying, it just feels like, I'm not worried if we're being a dick. It's like, oops. But it's also, like, fun of you, like, you throw an egg up at a wall and it bounces and then hits the other person accidentally. <laughs> just funny stuff happens. And I, I like co-op games where you're just sort of messing around and being sort of jerks to each other. It's the only thing, really, I have to add about that game. How Maybe far have you gotten so far? On World, like, 3. Okay, it's fun. It's fun, particularly it's fun collecting the parts for to get a new Yoshi. So then you can just change how you look. Those collectibles are fun to get, and for the most part, other than that, it's just a good Yoshi's Yoshi game. Like the platforming's fun and interesting. It's not like super bland and boring the way some of them have been. I've had a good time. Nice. Uh, I've also been playing. The other Nintendo game I've been playing is Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, which okay. has a similar problem <laughs> to Battlefront, and that it just doesn't have enough modes. Like, literally, the only mode beyond normal tennis in it is the Mega Mushroom mode. That's and it. that is a little weird and a little broken at times. It's just, like, dumb. Like, either one of you is, a, is big or both of you are big, and then... So, I, I played, like, the day it came out, I played it a bunch, and I haven't touched it since, but I played mm-hmm. it enough to get a feel for how, like, that mechanic works. Uh, whoever, like, miss, d- loses first point gets the mushroom first, mm-hmm. and then, like, it's based on, like, how many, how far away you are from shots and stuff like that and how many points you're down. Mm-hmm. But the thing that they leave out is that when the Mega Mushroom runs out, if you're about to swing and oh, hit yeah. a shot... When the Mega Mushroom runs out, you will miss the shot no matter what, even if you were about to hit it. Yeah, you're And fun. that has happened so many times, it's actually been frustrating. <laughs> yeah, losing the Mega Mushroom is sucks. <laughs> but other than that, like, that game plays good. It just doesn't have enough. Like, it needed more modes. Yeah. Like, if now, you're playing that with a friend, they it's said. They haven't even said if they're going to do DLC for it, which is what surprised no. me. Nope, they haven't. I think it's the smallest roster a tenant Mario Tennis game has had. Or close to. I guess. Because there's like 14 characters, I think. Yeah, there's not that many. There's like four unlockables, and only one of them is new to the series. Uh, and you're right, it's just the Mega Mushroom mode, standard tennis, and then like that amiibo mode, or slash survival play with, mode. Play with an amiibo behind you, and you train mm. them. Yay. Hooray! We did it. You unlock gold versions of the characters, where they're shiny on the character screen but there doesn't seem to be any point to that wait so it's not stars you literally unlock it really you get like a star on the character and then like they sparkle yeah. a bit it just no, feels no, like the, the, the star ups their stats that's always been in mario stats? tennis that's always okay. been in mario tennis okay i didn't remember yeah so star variants i haven't played a mario are... tennis since really uh the n64 one gotcha so yeah I that's been like in the since the n64 one okay but, I mean, I enjoy it. It's just there's not that much to it. Yeah, don't pay and full like, price. Yeah. Unless you have a lot of friends who are really into Mario Tennis. Okay, unless you're super into tennis. I don't think there are any other tennis games on the market right now anyway. Not, yeah, I don't think so. Because I don't... Top Spin yeah. hasn't existed in years. Yeah. And I don't think Virtua Tennis has had a version since PS3. Yeah. So I've also been playing Downwell. Yeah. Downwell's good. Yeah. 
I've heard about this game a lot. What what is this exactly? So it's basically a rogue light where you're a character falling down a well and you're you only you can move left and right and you've got the A button which both jumps off the ground or fires your gun boots. And your gun boots can be different kinds of weapons depending on like what power-ups you can get. You can get different ones like laser or burst. And also when you shoot, that sort of keeps you in the air. So then there are a bunch of levels that it has like a roguelike progression of you just trying to keep going. You can collect uh, gems from killing things, which lets you buy stuff in the shop, which can either just be getting you health or getting you more charges so you have more ammo on your weapons. But also it has this thing where if you just never touch the ground and keep managing to land on enemies, your combo meter will go up and you will get rewards that way too. And that's like the real way you want to be playing the game is never touching the ground and always comboing off off enemies. But it's pretty tough. You know the best way to describe this actually, John, you know in like the Mario games how there will sometimes be like a part where you go down uh, a pipe and then it's just like a free fall with like mm-hmm. Goombas mm-hmm. or like... Uh, Koopas or whatever all the way down and you can like yeah. bounce off them and stuff it is literally a whole game based around that with like Isaac type pickups interesting yeah, yeah. So you get you get different uh, upgrades between rounds like you can get a, a drone that also shoots you can get uh, you cause explosions when you jump you get uh, yeah like a balloon that hovers above you and will blow up if something hits you from the top Mitch it's just a it's just a neat game, and it's like three bucks. Mitch Cheddar saying it sounds a bit like Spelunky. Uh, the developer Maupin has actually said it, for him it's a spiritual successor. Like Spelunky was a big inspiration for it, so it's it's pretty mm. good. It's very minimalistic. Uh, one of the things you yeah. unlock is different color palette stuffs. They seem to which, be terrible, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Once you get like past the third or fourth one, they mostly are bad. They just burn your retinas. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a virtual boy one. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the game to look like that, or like original Game Boy. Best yeah, part about this bad. game, it's like three bucks. Yeah. It's also a phone game, but yeah. I don't think it would be that fun to play on a phone. That's fine. It would probably be fine, though, yeah. Yeah. It just gets kind of hard on later levels, and I feel like it would be... Apparently, it runs on PS Vita as well. Oh, cool. Glad someone's supporting it. Yeah, no shit, hey? <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, I played. I finished the Game of Thrones Telltale thing. Okay. The thing ends badly. Oh, it's so bad. it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. It totally doesn't. Uh, the problem is for what it, it doesn't tie up anything it sets up. It just totally is like buy the next one. It's like yeah. It's <laughs> no, nothing matters because it's just buy the next one. Every, people die. It's sad. Yeah. So it's the yeah. books. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I liked the thing was I liked it more than I liked other Game of Thrones properties up through like three episodes because the characters were more likable and they were all building to a sim- singular goal of like saving their house. So it had something, but it all it all fell apart. That doesn't sound like in the true nature of Game of Thrones, then though. No. Then they had to kill just random people for no reason and make everyone miserable. So what you're saying is you don't actually like what Game of Thrones is, in theory. And you like this property with the Game of Thrones name that was actually, like, a nice thing. (laughs) 
Well, I really like I don't like Borderlands, and I really like Tales from the Borderlands, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Right. I think you just like Telltale's writing style. I do. I mean, except when they're being grim for no reason, like mm. Walking Dead season two. But uh, mm. when they're being fun, I like their stuff. I really like Tales from the Borderlands. That was a good game. Game of Thrones, not so much. Really annoying at sequel baits. Really f- frustrating. Fair enough. Um, I finished StarCraft II's campaign. Yeah. That is a good ass campaign. That's probably overall. It's probably my favorite of the three for StarCraft II. Honestly, okay. Just because StarCraft, the Wings of Liberty, frustrated me with its twist at the end, the way it turned to being about the Zerg instead of taking down Mengst. Uh, and I just it made playing the Protoss a lot of fun. Like just being having the warp ability constantly through missions made them more interesting. And fun. Hmm. Uh, there's a character played by John Delancey who's amazing. He's like a evil protest dude. Uh, he's really good. There are some amazing cutscenes in that thing. Of course, that there thing. are <laughs> fucking good ass cutscenes. Uh, that is a good StarCraft II campaign. Okay. Do I have to play Heart of the Swarm? Or could I not just really jump in this? Not really, because Heart of the Swarm mostly just ties up the Mengsk stuff. Which was okay. set up in, uh, which is, I mean, carried over from StarCraft 1, but was up, built up a lot in uh, StarCraft 2. But basically, right. you can play that. Because this is tying up the story that was in the background of those games. So, like, there's little stuff, but it's nothing necessary other than just knowing that Kerrigan is kind of a good guy now. Right. And I played Undertale because I felt like I had to play Undertale. Because I wanted to be able to talk about Undertale. Yep. <laughs> Undertale's okay. Like, and then everyone go. turned off go. the stream. <laughs> <laughs> so the writing in Undertale is good. The character writing is very good. The characters are the most important yeah. thing in that fucking game. Really, what I wanted more of, there isn't enough writing with characters interacting with each other i agree particularly in the middle of the game uh there like, is at the end of the game which yes. is one of the best parts of that game at the end of the game it's great because yeah. you just have them all in a room together talking to each other that's what i wanted but i wanted that over the course of a game instead of environmental puzzles that aren't that interesting how far do we go with spoiler talk just in case like we didn't say what the end of the game is obviously but like well yeah. here's here's the question which ending did you get of the three so i went pacifist run but you have to do neutral ending before you can do that yeah and i find it frustrating the way the game contextualizes that but I won't get into that because that's spoilers I that was the one thing I always thought that was kind of weird that it forced you to do neutral I was just yeah. grateful it like yeah. it loaded you back to the checkpoint. It's like, yeah, now you can do what mm-hmm. to get I would have been more stuff. okay with it if it the reason why it was like the trigger for actually starting the pacifist run was made more sense, but it it's just like a thing that totally could have happened on your playthrough but didn't and feels like it should have if you were going that way anyway. It, that that's a little frustrating. But uh and I don't like playing the I don't find the neutral ending that good i find things it does annoying but that's enough of that um yeah that thing's okay i again i just didn't have i don't have that much fun playing it i think undertale what it does realize it sits in your mind after you finished yes. it yeah. much very well yes that's true and 
all some of those character interactions are a lot of fun. Only really made me laugh out loud in one scene, though. Dude, that part is so good. Holy shit. Oh, God, what scene? That part, when I saw it, like, I was legitimately like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, no, which scene? When you go to Undying's house. It's it's Papyrus jumping out the window randomly. It's so good. It's so good. That's so good. I've been watching that whole game, and then that made me laugh. That was the first time I laughed out loud. You didn't like the dating sim part or anything like that? There's a lot of points I laughed out. It was funny, but it it was like that's clever. Mm-hmm. Like it was like that's charming. That's that's cool. But uh, that was the part that like the timing was so sharp that it just made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really good. You're right. That part's yep. great. <laughs> I think that is a solid four out of five game. <laughs> that game is fine. It's it's a good. But it's game. the it's the best game ever. Didn't you know? I had heard. I heard that people think it's the best game ever. I don't know. I don't think Ocarina of Time is the best game ever either, though. So No, it really isn't. People think things. <laughs> they have opinions. Not playing Undertale until I have finished Earthbound, because I need to play that. Uh, you will finish That's Undertale fair. a lot faster than Earthbound, Undertale's I'll tell you that not much. not very long. Yeah. Undertale's maybe six hours, eight hours. Took me seven. Yeah. Seven. Oh, because you went full pacifist, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, it depends on which paths you take. Because yeah, like yeah. genocide is short, depending on genocide how good you are. Genocide is one the of those things where like I get why it's in the game to make the 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 other path more meaningful that you could have mm-hmm. gone this way, but it, story wise, it just it sort of annoys me that it. Well, you did you? Did, and the game sort of punishes you against doing it anyway. But well, that's the whole thing. But I like seeing the contrast. Like I did full pacifist, then mm-hmm. I did genocide. So then I got I all these characters. I knew how they reacted and what their attachments were. Yeah. Suddenly, seeing it on the opposite side of the coin was really interesting to me. Why can't Why couldn't you just let them be happy? Why did you have to go yeah. back in and kill them all? <laughs> I was happy with just like, oh no, we're all friends and like we're in the real world now and. Papyrus is driving a car really fast. Well, the for... game even like guilts you on that too, which is so funny. Yeah, but... yeah. And I'm glad it does because you are a terrible human being. You have to just play every game like it's like a completionist run, right? You have to see everything, John. I was happy with my happy ending. I didn't need to murder everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it just it was also just weird to me that the the if you're on the pacifist ending, there's a parts of that game where it will sort of just let you win and push you forward whereas the genocide run is very much the opposite it, it is the challenge it is the hard mode run of that game yeah because, because hard mode in that game is not really hard mode right yeah i just i don't i don't know if that was the right choice for that i don't know i feel like there there was a better way to find put challenge into that game rather than only like really sticking it in the genocide run I don't yeah. know. I, I liked I liked what Genocide Run added to the game, but I felt like you had to actually play Pacifist first to get the actual meaning out of it. Right. Yeah. The the, the story, like the whole point of the story, plays into doing the Pacifist ending. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where you get a lot of the best. You get a lot of the best character stuff, writing stuff in there. Yeah, for sure. I still stand by my breakdown of music is 50% of that game, 48% is the characters, and 2% is literally everything else. I, it's you also, know what? I seem to be the minority of enjoying the combat. 
So for me, it's the the way Tohu stuff works well is like you're doing it over and over again, and mm-hmm. you're only really doing that in those two two genocide fights where it's really the game's structured for you to do that. I just feel like th- for the majority of the game, it's just there's not a the skill curve isn't. What what about all the boss fights? What about mm. all the normal enemy? I fights? like I like the way the boss fights actually changed up the mechanics. Yeah, that I was probably say. the best. That was the best thing. Easily. I still didn't like playing it, but I liked what yeah. it did. It was I thought it was clever they, when it did that it, stuff. The game is changing it up in a way that it's constantly fresh, but not in a way where you're learning a progression throughout the game. It's it's mixing it up in a way that keeps it interesting and different, but not in a way where you're learning skills. I, I don't know if I agree with that because in genocide you have to know the skills. In genocide, I agree. I genocide, I agree. I would say, but not outside of that, for the most part. Genocide definitely get, it gets there. Yeah. I don't know. I f- I feel like even in pacifist, you still learn dodging certain patterns and certain moves. I feel like you do learn. It may not be as pronounced, but I feel like you still do learn and kind of get just, through the game that way. It didn't feel like a particularly satisfying skill curve, particularly compared to like what that gameplay is really good at. I even just as it was a little gimmicky. Even terms. as somebody who likes the gameplay, though, you have to admit that like the music is still way more important. Oh, to that easily, game. the music's fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. It's also very important, like how certain tracks are associated with particular characters. Agreed. Like every time That's, Undyne does something cool, and like Spear yeah. of Destiny just starts playing, you're just like, "Yeah, here we yeah. go." Or does something stupid, and the song starts playing, and then you're like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> yeah, that stuff's really good. Yeah, they hit the notes perfectly with that, like the timings for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the use of music is really good. that all you've been playing for the most part yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I they so i just wanted to say this just so be, in case people don't know or remember uh what's it called what the, the, the shadow complex remastered is out yeah. on pc and oh, is yeah. free actually i played that yeah. too a few days ago yeah yeah so you still can, shadow complex yeah it feels shadow, really literally weird. It's literally Shadow Complex. It, the thing is, they had higher res assets from when they made that game yeah. that they couldn't use on 360, so they just put those in for this new release. They it haven't looks good. really done any work to the game, but it looks good. It looks good. It like It's Shadow Complex in PC resolution. Yep. It's okay. Also, the jumping feels really, really weird. Uh, yeah. The jumping in the game is actually pretty weird, to be fair. I yeah. went yep. back uh, during a stream like last year and played it. Yeah, yeah, for the way people hold up that game is like one of the great things. I think that was it's kind of was of an era. It was it came out at the right time, but it's I, good. I still it's felt good. it was really enjoyable. I don't know. I still I yeah. think it earned its praise. I think it still earned its praise. Sure. Yeah, it's a good game. And it's free right now until the end of the year. Yes. So people should get on that. Yeah. I mean, the reason it's free is because they want people to download their down their launcher. Yeah. But I already had their so. launcher because I've been playing the alphas of their Unreal Tournament game, which is super fucking fun. Oh, thank God. Play. I heard bad buzz about that when it was first coming out. Yeah, that thing is fun. But it's, it's fucking exhilarating playing that because fast-paced shooters yeah. exist like that. 
I love so, the original Unreal Tournament. So yeah, you don't get that type of game anymore these no. days. <laughs> no, like the it's weird playing that because some of the maps are like one of the maps is detailed, the rest are all, like super minimalist kind of, but it's still that gameplay and the shooting is fun. The guns look good. That game is fun. That is a fun free to play shooter. Cool. Let's talk about news. All news. right. So. Let's just get this out of the way because who fucking cares? Smash happened. Smash Direct. Yeah. I mean, I kind of cared. No, I know. I liked that the beginning of it was a hidden ad for the next Fire Emblem game. I okay. That is not I didn't the first time it. they've done it, and it won't be the last. <laughs> I think you two should talk about this because I didn't actually watch it, and there's only one part I care about. So when you get to that part, I'll chime in. All right. I missed yeah. the very beginning, so I did not see the cutscene they did. Yeah. I I walked in when they were funny. introducing the first character, whose name I've already forgotten. I don't even remember his name. Just main it's, character. It's the of new, new Fire yes, Emblem new main game, character of Fire Emblem Fates. I, since that's your created player, you're going to be able to name that character. That's like Robin from. Uh, it's like well, that yeah, that's that what the has named, a lot but. more. Yeah, that has a lot more meaning in uh, Awakening than it probably will have in this one. Yeah, I don't know. So this character can also be male or female, like Robin is. But I like what they oh, did with the cutscene where they Corin. Yeah, Corin. They literally play like. It literally looked like the cutscene from the Fire Emblem games and then just changed where he decided, nah, I'm not going to choose either one of these sides. I'm going to go fight and smash. Which like is a pretty, menu I mean, option that's fair. tops up. I would love if that it's was actually dumb. in Fire Emblem Awakening or in Fire Emblem Fates if you're like, playing it and then suddenly it turns into Smash Brothers. Yeah. So that was funny. That character looks fine. Another magic wheel. So that's how many Fire Emblem characters in this game now? Ike, Marth... Uh, Lucina, Roy. I feel like I'm forgetting someone here. Robin, and and this does that makes six. Yeah. Or did I just yeah? I think it's six. I think that is almost the biggest representation now, out of like any series in that game. Because I think the next biggest is Mario, mm-hmm. and Mario I think oh, technically only has like five. Yeah. Well, maybe a bit more. Because everyone else is splintered off into their own side series now. Like, Yoshi's in his own series now instead of Mario and stuff like that. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not in the party of, like, oh, God, and not another sword user. I, <laughs> I don't care. Game. Yeah, I like it. Uh, he looks fun. fun to play. He, she yeah. looks fun to play. Uh, cool moves. A bit varied. I'm down. It, it does not look like another Marth or Lucina. It looks like a sword character who's unique. Yeah. I mean, only only downside with that character announcement is that character doesn't come with a new, another stage, but mm. like the other two do. Yeah, and someone uh, on Twitter put it the best way that I could think of. He, this guy's in the game for the same reason Roy was in Melee. It was just to promote the new game. So that's the only reason Roy was even in Smash to, to begin with. So yeah. So I just look at it the same way, like, oh, we're getting another character. All right, cool. Yeah, coming. Speaking out of other characters, time when that game is coming out. Yeah. Speaking of other characters, Cloud. Cloud came out. Cloud I also came out. played a bit as Cloud and on that Migdar stage. What'd you think? That stage is cool. Marth where uh, not really, actually. <laughs> he I mean his ultimate is more like Ike's or Lucario. Yeah, that Omni Slash basically looks like Great Aether. Yeah. His thing is he builds up limit power. And his down B is literally just to charge his limit break. Which the little limit thing comes up and you see the bar charge. And then it makes all his normal specials more powerful versions of themselves. And then his, it, when you're max limit, his down B is like a spinning attack that 
deals like 1% damage, but has a big knockback effect, so it's a good finisher move. Loud I think it's, I think it's called Finishing Blow. <laughs> yeah, is it called Finishing Blow? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think so. So he's like Cross Slash, and he has like a, a sideways blade attack kind of thing, and then his up B, he, he can go up in the air, and then if you press the button again, he'll come back down, or if you're just using it to recover, you can just hold up there. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's another Smash character. The Midgar stage is cool because it's a lot like one of the Pokemon, the stages where Pokemon spawn, but mm. the materia will appear in the level and you can grab them. So then the person that grabs them won't be hurt by the effect that happens. Mm. And the effects are like Odin can sh- show up and actually split the stage in half and it separates. And if you're if you get hit by that attack, you instantly die, I think. Uh, if it will like blow fire on part of the stage and it'll tip it slightly. Uh, Ramu show up and make all the platforms lightning, so like you can pass through them more easily. But if you if you're not the person that summoned them, you're going to get hurt. And then there's but, there's also like Shiva, or no, there's a wild well, one. Uh, Michael for the win in the chat says Cloud can't snap ledges when recovering. He's the only character who can't. If that's hmm. true, that's actually really bad. Huh. Hmm. And now I'm curious about that. I haven't downloaded him yet. So. That. I don't know, his, his, yeah, that. his recovery didn't seem that great. I don't know. I don't know. He was fun to play. He has that Advent Child, Children skin, and you can have it with him having a sleeve or with him having just the little ribbon holding up the Geostigma from that movie. It's another Smash character. It's another stage. Final Fantasy music is pretty fucking good. So having that... I heard there's not cool. too much in there, though. Yeah, there's not that much. But, mm-hmm. I mean, having any is, is pretty good. True. And then the big reveal, the winner, air quote, of the uh, <laughs> Smash vote, Bayonetta. Yeah. Winner in Europe. Winner in Europe, top five in North America. Who knows where in Japan? Yeah, but wonder. number one worldwide in realizable characters, <laughs> which I really want to know what that list was. Everyone's been telling no. me it's probably Goku, which makes sense. Uh, then it's probably like Shrek. Or Shrek would be so good. Like <laughs> I mean, he was—he had a Smash clone, right? Shrek was probably number one in in North America. Let's be real. There was a Sm- Shrek Smash clone game thing, a Brawler, or S- yeah. Smash Out, or something Sora like that. Sora is probably up there. Says Dan. Um, John Cena was probably like the joke <laughs> answer on everybody's. And then like Banjo Kazooie was probably up there. Probably. Shantae and K. Rule had big pushes. I, 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 but Goku seems like the most obvious actual number one. Yeah. Which is what surprised me that Bayonetta was number one in Europe. Bayonetta's a great choice that I never even considered. I, I think Bayonetta was on like my, this would be cool, but I don't think it's possible list. Mm-hmm. I remember like in the past people have suggested Bayonetta. I'm like, oh, that'd be a good choice, but I can't, I don't think it'll happen. And hey, it happened. I always forget that Bayonetta even exists. I don't know why, because I love those games. Mm. Yeah. Also, she looks like she'll be fun to play. She looks like she's going to be super broken. (laughs) She's going to need to be nerfed pretty hard. Yeah, but it'll be fun while it lasts. Oh, it'll be it'll be fucking great. It's like when Little Mac, everyone was playing Little Mac. That was fun. Mm -hmm. And then Little Mac got nerfed to hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Also, new costumes. You can. Oh, right. I forgot about this already. I'd already blocked it in my mind. 
Uh, they revealed new me costumes, including Gino from the Super Mario RPG. That one's out. That and the chokeable hats, hats are out. Yeah. Huh. The, the Knuckles outfit's not out yet? No. Aw. The Knuckles and Tails outfits. Bummer. So you can be people who cosplay as Knuckle or Tails. <laughs> Particularly the Tails one really just looks like someone in a Tails costume. I mean, that's perfect. That's exactly what it should have been. Should have just looked cheesy <laughs> as hell. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I think none else. of those ones were none of those costumes excited me, so I don't really remember a lot of them. That was the main thing. There was like the, the bunch of Namco ones, like the Tower of Daruga. Yeah. Um, there was that Japanese game that was a precursor to Zelda, the Mush- Castle of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, what else? Those were the ones that really stood out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think those are all coming out. Well, is that around February? Is that when the next update drops? Because Bayonetta assume, and yeah, yeah Bayonetta and Corrin are supposed to be around February as well. Yeah. Well, they and, gave like an extra warrant with with Bayonetta that it's going to take time to to finish her. So be yeah. patient. That's, and that, I think it's February seems like their date for being done with this game. Yeah, and in March I think they said the Ryu, Roy, and NES. Or sorry, Famicom Rob Amiibos come out. Yeah, I think Dan's gonna have a fucking aneurysm if we don't mention Ganon got a buff. Okay, <laughs> finally, hooray! You can keep on living now, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> You've been recognized. <laughs> well, he's Mysterious- just like I repeat, yeah. Ganon got a buff. <laughs> The mysterious Murasame Castle. That was the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty much the, the whole thing for Smash Direct. And so no more DLC after this, presumably. Presumably. They said a lot of lasts, so I can't see them suddenly changing their mind. But who knows yeah. with with them. Uh, Speaking of fighting like games, the, though. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Street Fighters Akuma in Tekken 7. Apparently nice. story related. That's yeah, that's a weird. Apparently, part. he's the final boss or something crazy. <laughs> that's actually amazing. Yeah, it's real good. Like a cutscene of Nehachi's wife getting hiring Akuma to go kill him. Tekken is a series I actually care about for fighting games, so I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm I love pretty Tekken. into it. Tekken three was the first game I bought when I bought a PlayStation. Tekken Tag Tournament was the first game when I bought a PS two. Yeah, I love those games, and I love the story of those games because it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best part of those <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, more yeah. more throwing people into volcanoes. John, I know you like Tekken. I like Tekken. You're into some Tekken. Do you I, like Street I Fighter will... more than Tekken? Ooh. You probably have I'm, I'm going to say King of right? Fighters I like oh. more. Oh, yeah, you have like way more history with King of Fighters, though, right? Yeah, but I, I yeah. have history with all of them. That's the thing. At this point, I, I actually like... like playing Street Fighter Third Strike the most, but I don't care about the Street Fighter stories at all. I think the well, yeah. those games are fucking trash. <laughs> Just bad story modes. I mean, they don't Again. really, they don't try to do story. That's the thing. Yeah. They still put them in there. I mean, because it's, like no, it's a novelty at this point. It's in there in four. It's like, you're people, just bad. people would complain if it wasn't in there. And people complain when it is in there. It's a, it's a catch 22. They're damned they do, damned they don't. Able story mode in Street Fighter 4 
It's one of the worst fucking things I've ever played. His story is he has amnesia, and he has amnesia. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I was so mad when I played through that story mode. So mad. Wasn't there like a new Guilty Gear that came out recently too? Yeah, was. Uh, XR'd Sign. Was that okay, or do people hate it? Uh, from what I heard, it was really good. And it's getting a really PC like release very soon. Good for them. If it's good. not already out. That game was like, they made CG models, that made, but made them try to look like the animated sprite stuff. Yeah, and it was all done in Unreal Engines. Yeah. Oh, that's that? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, about that. it was just very cool. technically impressive that they yeah. pulled that off in Unreal. I remember, yeah, so that was the game that like people were saying watch this video it's like that's 3d models or whatever uh, mm-hmm. that was like the amazing thing it's like holy shit <laughs> it's real yeah. good. oh yeah uh xr sign actually came out for steam on the 9th so it came out last week okay cool cool um undertale wins game faq's best game ever contest oh man do we want to go through who it beat out <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I, ha- sure. I have the bracket up. Nice. I just right. got to find where Undertale is because there's a lot of games on this. It's it's near the middle. <laughs> like, where does it start? It's number six here against Mass Effect 3. Is that where it starts? That's, that's where it 3? starts. That's where it starts. Okay, so it beats out Mass Effect 3, and you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> Mass Effect 3 is it, it's just weird that that was on part. that list. It's weird that it was on that list to begin with. Yeah, because Mass Effect Two okay. is like the actual good one of that whole series. Yeah, and particularly Mass Effect Three does not have a good reputation. Like oh, I yeah. like that game. <laughs> people do not like that game. There are a lot of people that fucking hate that thing. The F start <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Like, I probably like Mass Effect 3 more than Undertale, because I also really like the multiplayer in that game. But, uh... uh yeah, but the that's multiplayer... That's a fair choice. The multiplayer did that gross, like, addiction you're right. problem. Opening right. cases and buying... Yeah. I never engaged with that uh, stuff, but you're totally right. Yeah, it did some gross... It did that gross stuff. Uh, it beat out Fallout 3 after that. <laughs> yeah. So... It's funny. That I don't agree with, because I really liked what Fallout 3 was when that came out. I feel like with Fallout 4 fresh on people's minds, that's probably why 3 didn't get as many votes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Fallout 3, though, I wouldn't put on a best game ever voting list anyway. Ever. <laughs> so There are people that would. That game is... No, totally. Close. I forget where they even pull the games for that list from. Is it a suggestion list or what? Because I, no I think idea. there were two Phoenix Wright games on that list. I don't know. They, I did see a message they post like, this is a super popularity contest. We'll probably get a lot of votes outside the GameFAQs community. It's like <laughs> acknowledging this was going to be super dumb. <laughs> so I don't know where they started from. How about beating out Super Mario World? Undertale yeah. is better than Super Mario World. Let's I mean, think about that for a moment. I have issues with Super Mario World in that I, I think... It has frame I mean, issues, and some fair, of the later I, level design isn't great, but it's still I, Super Mario World. I like Mario 3 better. I do like Mario 3 better. I do agree with that. I think the, the late this game is level not, design in Super Mario Bros. No, 3 no, is better. No, this is not what we're talking about. <laughs> this is Undertale. Undertale. Is better than Super Mario World. 
I mean, it's subjective, and I think that was actually the closest poll out of all the ones Undertale was in. I think Undertale that one Undertale doesn't have frame rate. Issues. Are you fucking serious, Internet? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that Undertale doesn't have frame rate issues, so clearly it's better. That's just mathematical. <laughs> I am going to destroy you. <laughs> Okay, after that, Pokemon Red, Blue, Undertale wins. Undertale's yep. better than Pokemon Red and Blue. Just uh, straight up. Po- Pokemon Red and Blue has aged horrendously. I mean, sure. I mean, <laughs> they've aged... Okay. Like, a Pokemon is an iterative game. Like, the latest... Po- Pokemon, Pokemon itself has aged alright. Pokemon Red and Blue has aged terribly. Nah, dog, that's the only one where you can bug it out in hilarious ways. I mean, that doesn't mean it's aged good. That just means <laughs> it's entertaining. I did that in the time, so clear, that was still the best. Look, can you get Pokemon over level 100 in other Pokemon games? Probably. Can you get Pokemon with infinite health through the main game without using Game Shark or anything? And then, have, and then have them be horn-drilled so your game is soft-locked? And just watch health drain infinitely? Those are all things I did with Pokemon Blue back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the game is amazing. Not possible with the later Pokemon games. Doesn't matter. Undertale is still better. Just like it's better than <sighs> Super Mario 64. I mean, Undertale has a better story than Pokemon Red and Blue. Super Mario 64 should not be on this list ever. <laughs> that, like, so when I saw that, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm voting Undertale all the way. <laughs> That's the one choice I actually voted. Because I was like, I know it's going to win, but I... You hated it that much. Wow. Just revisiting it just fills me with anger. That <laughs> game is... That game is such fucking trash. That's why I love watching speedruns of it, because I know the pain they probably went through to get that good at controlling that piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, I I've, I totally I've agree. i much yeah. more recently played Super Mario 64, the DS version. So. Oh, that one's a pain in the ass to control. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, that it, one's a pain I, in the ass. To but then I played it on a 3DS. No, dude, it's worse. It's seriously worse. That's terrible if you you're serious. You played on 3DS with a thumbstick. <laughs> All right, well that's not as bad. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Now that the 3DS is out, that game's way better. Mitch Sandin, I don't care if you really like that game. That's totally fine. Under, I just think Undertale. What like to me? There's no I, fucking it, contest. Here's the there. thing. At the time, everyone loved Mario 64. But how many of us have actually gone back and played it? <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the difference maker right there. Sure, I didn't like it back then either, but I didn't have a sixty four, so I didn't even play it when it came out. So, um, Undertale is better than Smash Bros. Melee. That's hilarious because the <laughs> Smash Brothers Melee community is fucking fervent, <laughs> crazy too. They're just not as big as the Undertale community. Yeah. Yep. And, I, uh, I yeah I like them both. The problem is. Uh, they're so different. It's hard to even like decide. I mean, that's why polls like this are great because they're I know. fucking dumb as hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want to see people. I want to see people. Have, I want to see people have that argument. The people who are really into Undertale talking with the people who are super into Melee and try and have a conversation about which game is better. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Dude. When did Paul become Aaron from Game Grumps? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed some context here. I don't even see that it's comment. Where the fuck was that? Auto. It like just passed. It was psychotic gex. Like it just scrolled down. Oh wow! 
That's why I noticed it, because it was at the top of the screen. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> um, and Undertale's better than Ocarina of Time. That one's actually kind of hard for me, because I really liked Ocarina when that came out. My problem is, I'm currently in the camp of Ocarina being overhyped. I mean, like, dude, I they're both overhyped. I know. Well, but here's the thing: like, overhyped for years. If that's the difference, Undertale will be the next like, Ocarina of. I'll, hype I'll be for honest. Years. I was for years. I was in the Final Fantasy VII as overhyped thing. Now I'm kind of get finally get to a point where, like, you know, I can actually go for playing Final Fantasy VII again. And I think that's primarily because of what Final Fantasy has become. Sure. Well, meanwhile, all, the problem is the Zelda hasn't around. changed. Yeah, Zelda's yeah. not fucking changed, so it's getting the same thing over and over. Yeah. Zelda's not changed, and Ocarina still gets brought up more often. Like, for all the people that love Final Fantasy VII, I just don't see it get brought up in the same way. They were like, yeah. that community was humbled at some point, mm. whereas Ooh. I don't feel like the Ocarina time was. It, I, just in a I'm way not. where they weren't, they were like humbled enough to not talk about no, it. No, I, think I they, don't it's think not they, that they were humbled. It's that they were crushed by Square Enix not making. I mean, Square Enix has been making like terrible. Like I don't think so, it was yeah. that they were humbled. I think they just found like their corner of the internet where they could all gather away from the eyes of human beings. But I still feel like like the like Shenmue crowd still finds its way to seep its way into communities more often than like Final Fantasy VII. Really. Does. Yeah. Oh, like these days. Yeah, you're probably yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I, I mean, specifically, I meant recently oh. before no, the, you're right, the Final Fantasy VII remake stuff even started up. But uh, Yeah, that's like, I'm with Comet on this one. When Ocarina came out, it was huge in every way. And it really yeah. was at the time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's I'm not, why. I'm not diminishing like its impact at all. It had like, yeah. that and Mario 64 had huge impacts. Yeah, it's, but it's objectively... There are better games. There are better games in those franchises. And I know that like building off the building blocks of the previous games is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But you have to agree, like what we accepted back then is not technically good. At some point you have to admit, like, things have aged badly. Like, I it's... love Goldeneye. It handles like <laughs> shit now. I can't God, believe you actually die. admitted that on the internet. <laughs> God, I, I, Goldeneye I have, just not I'm hold up. Well, more than willing to admit Goldeneye handles like shit now. No, I mean that you admitted that you like Goldeneye. <laughs> oh, oh I, Goldeneye I like Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye was like the thing you played back then, though. Yeah. That was like, yeah. it was Friday, like three of us are going to ride over to this guy's house after school and we're just going to play like Goldeneye all night. Yeah. I mean, I held on to the Goldeneye thing beyond the point where it was reasonable and that when Halo came out, I was like, why are we playing Halo? <laughs> Let's play Goldeneye. Oh, you were that guy. <laughs> I was that guy. I, I played a lot of Perfect Asshole. Dark, too. We've all moved to Perfect Dark after a while. Yeah, Perfect Dark was, like, the successor. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, because <laughs> then you didn't need the four guys anymore. It was just you and one other person playing against bots and setting up laptop guns in, like, a kill room. Yeah. You're just like, like come in my fuck corridor. <laughs> like, Perfect Dark has aged so much better than Goldeneye. It's so staggering. It's actually still playable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you use kind the end bombs, then it's not playable at all. You should never use an end bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but also I'm just I come to the realization I'm not a fan of how 3D Zelda games play. Yeah, I, no, I'm with you. I'm yeah. just not. Uh, yeah. the, there's a lot of things about the design that takes too long, like the way they have to show you, introduce you to levels and stuff. It's just comparing it to like Link Between Worlds, which I fucking love how that game plays. I just don't. I don't. I don't like how they play as much. I'll tell you I, what. Sorry, go ahead. I'm still curious about this new one. I'm every. I, I feel like I've got the Sonic cycle, but for Zelda, for 3D Zeldas. <laughs> that I'm always like, all right, I'm definitely curious in this one. 
What is it going to be good? All right, looking good so far. Where's that one thing that's going to make me not enjoy it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, we'll give it a try and we're done. Yeah. But the the so biggest Zelda outrage here is Undertale, Sonic 06. Though. Sonic 06 is the most amazing. CDI Zelda. Yeah. yeah. But that's not as much that's not as interesting, I, terrible as Sonic No, I don't no, think no, it is. no. I don't know. I've well, watched I mean, a lot of Sonic 06 and I've played Sonic I think Sonic it might be more playable than so. Sonic 06. They might, that might <laughs> be Sonic 06 is playable once you know how to play it. I know. I, I've, little beaten thing it. Is, I've beaten it. Yeah. Well, it, it, if you try and deviate from exactly what it wants you to do, it fucking breaks. <laughs> but it's, it's playable to a point. But come on. It's to, find the database, man. <laughs> find the database. Undertale winning all this stuff isn't, like, the biggest outrage. The biggest outrage is that Super Mario RPG was voted over <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, man. Those I... people that voted that have not played Mar uh, Super Mario RPG in a very long time, because that game is fucking trash. What? Well, Super Mario RPG is still good. No, it isn't. It's, it's like, a baby version of an RPG. It's so, ah. it's kind of boring. Well, you're not, you're not wrong. It, like, it eased a lot of people into, like, Final Fantasy, so... Yeah, it sucks. I'm just, I'm just trying to remember what game it was that upset me. Oh, yeah, fucking Melee beating Chrono Trigger. That's kind of weird. I, I mean, it's That's, not weird because look, the Melee community is, Melee like, community dumb. is really fucking... <laughs> yeah. But here's here's what Chrono Trigger went up with, which was interesting. Really Ratchet & Clank 3, okay. Dragon Quest 8, okay. fi Final Fantasy 10, and then Melee, and it lost to Melee. That's really, yeah. Hmm. Outclassed, but, I guess. Yeah. Melee also, <laughs> what did Melee beat? Po Melee beat Portal, Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know. It's, it's interesting looking at this list and seeing what beat what. I wish you could still see the stats, like what, how much it beat one by. Yeah. You, I, you can't seem to access them anymore for some reason. Uh, what did Persona 4 lose to? I don't remember. Persona 4. Lost super early. Uh, Persona three. Persona three lost to Dragon Quest eight. Persona yeah. four lost to Twilight Princess. Yeah. Since <laughs> so you love three D Zelda so much, I'm sure you're thrilled about that. <laughs> Twilight Princess, I find the most boring to watch too. Yeah, that's fair. The dungeons are not interesting. The fucking spinning top. Fuck. Yeah, I hate that thing too. I hate it a lot actually, but I like that game. Kind of. Yeah, as much as you can like those games. People Anyways, who say that game doesn't need an HD re <laughs> don't remember how muddy that game is, though. It's really shitty looking. There's a poll of the day on Game FAQs now. Did the best game ever contest convince you to try Undertale? And the responses in the poll are, it might have, <laughs> but I already owned it before the contest started. Yes, I picked it up after it was featured in the contest battles. Somewhat, I have to at least try out the demo now. Not really. It's not my solid game. Not something I get into. And no, and I refuse to ever buy it purely out of spite. <laughs> Which is an amazing option in a poll. So you Holy know, shit. you know what I just voted for right now. It's currently second place in the in the poll. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cur currently winning is not really. It's not my style of game. Not something I'd ever get. Yep, so I need everybody to go to GameFAQs.com <laughs> right now and vote for no, and I refuse to ever buy it purely out of spite. It's going to it's gonna be the winning option. You know it. Probably. Because it's stupid. It's good. This poll is really... Just like gave, this whole best game ever thing was. This poll really gave a reason for everyone who doesn't love 
Undertale, a good reason to hate Undertale. Mm. Beyond people talking about it. A lot. Oh yeah, so many people like focus. hate that game, game in its community now. That community is kind of shit. Dude, but yeah, have you met read so many people being like cr- incredibly salty about how Undertale actually like winning? That the, yeah. like people, people are like acting like it ruined their Undertale lives. Are hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. That's the most funny. But most most fandoms are shit once they get too big anyway, so. I think that's just a most thing. fandoms are shit. People have yeah. shitty taste in things. So um, the biggest news, though, of the week is Hideo Kojima officially is done with Konami and Ray. like literally got picked up right away by Sony because he's starting his own company. Ray. Kojima well, Productions. The, the first game they're doing is with Sony, right? Yeah. And it's a, just yeah. a timed exclusive. It will come to PC eventually, they announced. Yeah. But like, so of, now- co- of course, this was going to happen. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no. So now Sony the question has is... a lot of consoles out there, and they need fucking games. Like they were obviously the person who was going to make this move. Yeah. yeah. The the real question now is, what game is it going to be? Is it going to be something akin to one of his older franchises, oh or is it just going to be something completely different? Please, please not. Please. Tactical espionage. Look, let's let's be real. He's not going to do a Metal Gear type game. He's so fucking done with that Tactical franchise. Tactical espionage spite. <laughs> He's gonna make a mobile game. It's gonna be a PlayStation mobile game. I like. I would be down for a new Zone of the Enders style game. Yeah, I would be down for a new Snatcher type game. Any of those like crazy adventure games, like even some sort of crazy thing like Boxai, where like they is like here's a peripheral only this game will ever use. I'd be down for him working on a castlevania lords of shadow game again and make that series good that that would require him working with konami again oh yeah i guess they still own that ip don't they (laughs) They do yeah Yeah, that's right you know what konami saying a konami ip konami should actually just fuck off and die forever (laughs) like they should actually just all just die that's castlevania is one of my favorite ips like ever so the fact that they still have it is so infuriating, and I pretend every day, every day <laughs> that they don't. But I got, I guess I got to invest in pachinko machines now. There you go. He should make a David Cage style game. Hmm. I don't know that I agree, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, because the problem I have with David Cage is that his ideas are never reined in enough to make any sense, and Hideo Kojima is going to have that same problem. Well, yeah, but make it. I know a lot of people that, type game that made really good games have got a problem when they get on their own. Look at uh, yeah. uh, Itagaki, the guy who made the 3D Ninja Guidance with yeah. Devil's yeah, Third. It's getting panned. Really everywhere. reining in Hideo Kojima in terms of writing. Well, no one's no one was raining him in. Period. That was the reason the whole thing happened in the first place. Apparently, like he, they were just letting him like fly to different countries so he could get inspiration for the game. Yeah, but I mean, a reasonable company could rein him in financially, mm. maybe. But no one was reining him in in terms of storytelling. Do you think you want him reined in in terms of his storytelling? I don't think that's going to happen since the company is working think for is named after him. The real problem is that he, like kept writing all right this is the end of the story and then he was forced to continue the story so like what do you do as a writer once you've finished your story and then you've been asked to continue it it'd be like writing another harry potter book which i think is actually happening okay whatever this is a great segue into a thing that's true where stephanie meyer totally rewrote 
the fucking um, Twilight books just gender swapped. So now it's about the girl is like a vampire and the, it's a dude. And I'm not even <laughs> fucking kidding. This is a thing you can go <laughs> see. Makes sense. That's Yo, what you do. If she's making her money, oh, why the God. hell not? No, I don't blame her at all. I blame every idiot that actually buys it. <laughs> like, she should totally do that if it sells. It's a great idea. It's a great fucking idea. Because <laughs> now I'm in. Now I can relate <laughs> to the story. Because <laughs> it's a dude. Still oh, she's writing a play, not a book. Okay, my bad. It's oh, a sequel okay. to the books, but it's a play instead. Gotcha. Still, though. Fuck. Like, but that's the thing. Like, once you've finished the story I mean, and then you're forced to continue it, what are you supposed to do? I mean, it depends if your story was fan fiction level quality anyway. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but Anyways. I still like it. It's a guilty pleasure. Anyways, Kojima has <laughs> its own studio. We got way yeah. off. I wonder what the budget. I was on still this talking about Kojima. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Wonder what the budget on this game will be. Um, Sony. I, I wonder feel like if it'll come out sooner than six years. Are mm. we basing this on the Last Guardian, <laughs> or are we basing this on Metal Gear Solid Five? Basing it on Kojima's history and the history of big budget AAA gaming right now in general. Yeah. I I Those feel like either come out. They're either taking too long and being delayed or they're coming in super feature light being stripped down i feel like like even metal gear 5 has been accused of that which is hilarious because well, yeah, it's too this... fucking big because <laughs> it's, it's missing part of the ending yeah that game is still too fucking big yeah it is that's it for news <laughs> I, I do have one last story I can chip in here. I'm curious to see if sure. this matters to anyone. Uh, Riot Games, the company that owns League of Legends, is now officially owned by a Chinese internet company. Of course they are. That makes sense. Ten, Tencent. Uh, Chinese internet company Tencent has completed its purchase of League of Legends developer Riot Games. Tencent acquired a majority stake in Riot Games in February 2011 and recently purchased the remaining equity of Riot Games. Uh, own version of League of Legends. Yeah. Apparently, Tencent also owns 40% of Epic Games and is an investor in Activision Blizzard. Good fucking God. So they just they, have all the money. They have too much money. <laughs> they basically are in all the PC gaming companies. Yeah. They just have too much money. I don't know why they're throwing it in PC gaming when they're making all that cell phone money. Whatever. Yeah. That's Why actually not? kind of interesting. Just, that just means they have too much money and they don't know. What Di diversify. Doing. Yeah. Diversify your portfolio. That's what you got to do. Exactly. China going to take everything over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wayward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to emails. Hank, where can people write in? I knew you were gonna do it. Too. I knew you were gonna do it. That's why I waited. Uh, uh, Topdownperspective at gmail.com. Where else? They can write to TDP at TDP at TDP podcast on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And uh, at Topdown Perspective on Facebook. Yep. And John Spiel. Yes. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. Yes. I'm so happy. Like I did. I once wrote into John's PO Box. I'm so happy. Uh, fuck, you totally did too. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god. I don't even need to read these fucking emails. <laughs> I'm done. 
so close. All right. I'll kick it off because we're starting with the NPD numbers. Yeah, my favorite part. No one else's, apparently. <laughs> They're kind Matthew, of like, right? I, I appreciate them every single time. They're just kind of a weird... Like... Sean just groans every time he sees them. <laughs> that makes it better. All right. Uh, this month in North America, the PlayStation 4 has sold 1.539 million units. Wow. The Xbox okay. One, 1.296 million. So not too far off, at least. The Wii U, 240,000. Uh okay. I, that says 0.1%. I'm assuming year over year, which means it's up 0.1% from last year. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's so... All those, like, five good Wii U games that came out this year or something. Uh, I mean, at least at least they were really good. <laughs> yeah. And that's the trade-off. Yep. Uh, PS3 sold 23,000 units, and the Xbox 360, 72,000 units. That's actually a surprisingly strong number. Yeah, that for is. The 360 still. Cool. It's a good console. There are a lot of games for it, unlike the Xbox One. And yeah, PS4. you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I could buy a PS4. Is there one game I want for it? Yeah, Parappa <laughs> the Rapper 2. <laughs> That's on the PS2. I, could play that on I know, but I don't have a thing that can play PS2 games anymore because I think this PS3 died. Fair enough. My life is I- over. <laughs> Going specific games. These look like they're yeah they're all Nintendo releases actually. So this is super interesting. Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon sold 121,000 copies in the past month. Yokai Watch only 71,000. That's which is better a, than I thought though. That's still pretty bad for something that's like super popular in Japan. Usually like anything like that catches on, especially that has right. a cartoon show like it does here. Yeah, I feel like the marketing push is not was not that big for it. Yeah, like it was, it, it was okay. But like the marketing push when they released Pokemon here was fucking insane. They they made sure that thing succeeded in a way. That's yeah. true. Okay, watch didn't get over here. It does have a show at least though, and yes. it's like I've been seeing toys in like yeah. other in like Walmart and shit. So yeah, I wish that game were more fun to play. Uh, that's what I've heard from some people. It's a it's a little dumbed down compared to Pokemon, which is surprising. I, I love everything about it. It's super charming. I love the aesthetic. Just not that fun to play. <laughs> it's a real shame because I love everything about it except actually playing it. Uh, Otto says the localization for Yokai Watch is really bad. I, I've seen some of the things, so I can believe that. I've seen some screenshots. I mean, it's pun heavy, but that game is pun heavy. I mean, Pokemon is kind of too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, and and it, that's what that game is. That game, <laughs> the humor in that game is a lot of puns. Like dumb, mm-hmm. dumb puns. Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, 36,000 units. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, 18,000 units. Okay. That's bad, because that yeah. came out in the past month. Yeah. Mario wow. Maker sold less than 140,000. That's still pretty good, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, 97,000. 262,000 lifetime to date. I think that game deserves a little bit more, but it's, it's still doing good. Yeah, it's solid. And Splatoon did uh, 105,000 this past month, which is really good. And I think I mentioned during the podcast, it broke a million in Japan. Yeah. Yes. Which is impressive at, in of itself. All right, moving on to other systems. We've got Fallout 4 sold less than 2.38 million. Sure. Uh, it looks like PS4 is the preferred platform 
at 53%. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront sold less than 1.73 million. PS4, once again, preferred platform at 51%. That's a little surprising that it's that low because you can get the system with the game. Yeah. I am legit surprised that that's that low. Don't they have like a bundle where you get like those old Star Wars games that they're emulating? I think. That's, that's on PS4, yeah. Part of their. That's where the PS2 emulation stuff first came out. Uh, and the Need for Speed game, which I even forgot came out and oh existed. God, I need to play it. Oh my God. Is it as cheesy as I've been hearing? Apparently. Oh, that's good at least. It, it has. Um, FMV again? Yeah. Live action? That's yeah. yeah, live action FMV. I'm oh going to wait God. for it to go down in price before I pick it up. Uh, yeah, I've that heard is sold. things about the game, but the FMV. Is... Yeah. I heard it. It's like watered yeah. down back to the original style of just like racing on a street. Like, no like open world. It's just like, go to this race. You raced. Here's a cutscene. Go to this race. But that live action FMV, though. Yeah. And they're, they're just trying to recapture Most Wanted. They really want that same they audience. They really most should. Wanted. Though, <laughs> but they, they they like tried to hit that same audience like that same note and they can't do it they just fluked out with most wanted yeah yeah the you're crazy right. thing is the, those games used to just sell based on the name needs for speed yeah like, that was the whole reason uh, Need for speed was favored over burnout it's yeah well, it's not sell. doing very good anymore because it sold nope. less than three hundred ninety thousand nope. units ps4 preferred platform at 64 percent Ooh, wow uh, to, new Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, two hundred and one thousand units this past month. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it was on PC because it said Xbox One eighty seven percent, which uh, yeah, because it's not on PS four. It's I don't think it's well, even it's not on PC, PC either. It's going to be Wait, on PC, but it's not on. How come? Yeah, that should actually be a hundred percent. You can only play Tomb Raider confusing. on what? Xbox One. What? Um, because if it was out on PC, I would it, have it. Wait, is it is, also is on it, 360? It might be on 360 too. Oh, oh you're right. You might be right. It is. Uh, also, is it is it on presale on Steam? Because that would also possibly fudge those numbers. I don't think so. I don't think it's. I, I mean, I can look that up right yeah. now while we talk here. So. It's still a ways away on PC. Black yeah. Ops Three. Are you fucking serious? Four point six million for Black Ops Three. That's cool. I'm buying that game on Friday. All right. I'm I'm just shocked. I thought Call of Duty was losing steam at this point. Apparently not. No, dude. It's the like uh it's like the mother's like bread or like home app home pie or apple pie, like home baked pie or something. It's the thing that every year comes out and you know how it's going to play. Also the brand uh, Black Ops had cachet that wasn't burned by ghosts in the Ooh, way that Advanced Warfare yeah, suffered from. Yeah, Good but it point. was burned yeah. by Black Ops 2, which was kind that, of trash. I mean, that game was still super popular. The multiplayer, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like advanced, there were there was a downturn because go- Advanced Warfare didn't sell that great. Advanced because, Warfare is okay, man. It's yeah, kind of okay. But, but they these games sell based on the previous one so that advanced yeah. warfare was good and the name black ops being on this is why this is selling well whereas right. advanced warfare didn't sell well because of ghosts that's how those games work gotcha uh it says xbox one is the master system prefer for black ops 3 42 but 
PlayStation 4 is actually really close behind at 41%. That's really weird. That's interesting, actually. Keep in mind, uh, PS4 is the console that is getting the map packs a month early. But it was on, on home on Microsoft for so long, that's probably why it still has staying power on Microsoft. I'm wondering if that reason, though, is what pushed it to a 41% from maybe a, like 25 to 30%, mm. if that was enough. And it says uh, there's an O here, so other. I assume that means other, yeah. yeah. So 10, yeah. 10.9%, so 11%. Uh, otherwise, there's some bundle listings here, which is also interesting. PlayStation 4 Black Ops 3 bundle, 251,000 units. Uh, Splatoon Wii U bundle, I assume these are lifetime to date, 140,000. Okay. Because, other, because otherwise, that doesn't make sense for console sales up top. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, wait, it might, it might, never mind. Yeah, because that would make mean half the bundles for Wii U were Splatoon ones. And Xbox One Fallout 4, which I forgot was a bundle, 158,000. <laughs> An interesting note at the very end of this listing. Lifetime to date of Splatoon is greater than Bloodborne. I always like the weird little things <laughs> at the end of these numbers. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? And that's the end for the NPD for this month. All right. So thank you, Matthew, for that. It's always a pleasure to make John read a long thing. <laughs> Andy writes in, What characters in any game, be it fighting, action, etc., has been one of the most boring movesets in your opinion? For me, Noel Vermillion, a, a, fight a fighter sporting dual magnums in the Blaz... Is it Blaz or Blaze? Uh, apparently it is Blaze. Blaze. Yeah, Blaze Blue... Uh, fighting game series is rather uninteresting. While her mix-ups mix are fun, her moveset is uninspiring and bland. I always found Noel the fun to play as, but I also didn't play Blaze Blue for too long, so that may be why. Mm. Okay. I was also more into Bang because he had that ridiculous theme song that played if you powered him up. What about boring movesets? Boring movesets. Um... Uh, my mind immediately jumps to King of Fighters. Okay. Uh, Goro Daimon, the oh God, the judo character. Mm -hmm. He basically just like throws people. But like, I don't know. I always found him to be the most stiff and boring character in that series. Sure. Even though like he's technically really good. All the grapplers are technically <clears throat> really good in that franchise. I mean, I mentioned I really didn't like how Abel played in Street Fighter 4. <laughs> just because yeah. he always he fought with his fucking knees and elbows. Just like, use your fucking arms. <laughs> this frustrated me and his, I played his campaign and his story was so bad. Like, that was just like, it was just a bad time you all around. Just done. You were just done. I know, I know he's, there are times where he's been really good in that game, but uh, I just fucking hate that idea of a dude that only fights with his knees and elbows. I find it super, super annoying. I've never liked Kano in Mortal Kombat. Really? No. Until they started, like, speeding him up. Like, in the old Mortal Kombat games, I couldn't stand him. He was my least favorite. He had some cool fatalities, though. But, yeah. I didn't really like him, and I n never really liked Melina, either. Yeah, I can see that one. She's kind of a weird <laughs> overall, even in the newer ones. Yeah. Like, she's been consistently pretty eh. But she's, like, pretty combo-heavy now in, like, the newest ones, so. Yeah. All right. Hank, uh, you can read yeah. this one. Uh, where are we? All right. You need Ooh, more emails, this, so wow. here you go. 
Wow, I just realized how long this one is. Enjoy. This is a list for events of this year. Oh, I see. I didn't notice that was all part of this. <laughs> I thought it was okay. short at first, and then I just I thought it was, that was the whole question. God damn it. So, this is a list of events of the year, and I'd ask you guys for your thoughts. Any additions? This is, and this is from Chillin' Chum. Uh, number one. Valkyrie Chronicles, and thus Japanese anime-styled games in general, or in other words, anything not trying to ape Gears of War, get vindicated on Steam. My second favorite ever game. Yeah, uh, more Japanese games like started really coming to PC and Steam and being available to the international market. Yeah, particularly uh, a lot yeah, of visual changed. novel stuff shows up there now. Like too much visual novel stuff shows up there now, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's very. More diversity is cool, cool, but that's the Steam marketplace <laughs> is so flooded with garbage. It's it's hard to tell. To, like you look at new stuff and like you just pass over most of it because there's so much garbage on there now without yeah. like knowing specifically what you're going what you're looking for. Yeah. So yeah, it's good people are buying shit though. Yep. That they like. And they're getting it served to them. This 2014 Gamergate thing is getting old, and remember that was early on in this year. That mm-hmm. that's died down to a point where I'm yeah. glad. That's, yeah, that was bad. That was yeah. bad. Uh, the devs of Remember Me will be remembered for making their Telltale-like episodic game, Life is Strange. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing, too, because I remember Remember Me like trying some neat things out. But mm-hmm. um, I really like Life is Strange, so it's not like I'm sad by it, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, they're I've still around, about- so that's the important thing. Yeah. yeah, that they got to make another game yeah. after people and said they And they probably will get to make thing. another one after Life is Strange. <clears throat> yep. So that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Witcher 3 is interesting, but some feel the open world stuff brings it down. Cue some people figuring out you should just turn off the mini-map and all the guidance tools. Bigger question about being critical about open world games would start from here. I disagree just because it's an open world game thing. It's totally fun to have that in there. I don't know. I mean, it's I just kind of the burned out on open it. worlds, but Witcher 3 seems like there's, if you're into that, it's yeah. not exactly the Ubisoft model. Or The thing is, the open world stuff game in that game specifically doesn't really feel like it's a necessary thing. It's just kind mm-hmm. of like a world building thing that you can choose to do. Yeah, if you want, like the thing that you would go to that game for primarily is this like giant world of monsters that you can explore and like be a part in and the story that's going through and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the 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 what I think of and the the burnout open world thing is like the Ubisoft Assassin's Creed model of you climb a tower and then lock all these little challenge things. That's in so many fucking video games. But Witcher 3 is, is open world in a different way. So it's, it's a little different. A surprise twist. A microtransaction-laden mobile game is appreciated by hardcores. You know, at Fallout Shelter. Also, our honorable mention to Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Yeah. I Like, I think the whole thing there is mobile games really kind of knowing that like we can do microtransactions as long as we put a kind of interesting or fun thing for people to do like a game if we mm-hmm. if we put a game in here people like 
will probably overlook the microtransaction but, thing and not be but so. Can't you play both games for free though? Like I know you can with Record Keeper. Yeah, no, that's I think that's what he's getting at. Where like there's microtransactions in it, but like it's still a game. Mm. That, I think like, it's more that the their mobile games played by yeah, the hardcore games. More than just like casuals or whatever. Yeah, whatever you'd call it. Normal people, more than your whatever. mom. Like, yeah, when your mom's like talking about like Angry Bird or something, yeah. like she and, could be playing Fallout. I mean, that, that's like <laughs> Final Fantasy Record Keeper is built off of Final Fantasy stuff, right? Like, it's a pull. Fallout Shelter is built off Fallout and was a complete like E3 marketing thing of this is out right now, so go play it. And people played it and liked it. Like, those were. It's not like those, like just some random microtransaction game came out. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Fuck Konami begins. That's all that needs to be said. Hashtag yeah. fuck Konami specifically. Hashtag fuck Konami. I agree. We don't need to talk about that anymore because that—that's all of it. <laughs> yep. Hit the lever. <laughs> Erotic violence. Erotic I I... violence. Oh, <laughs> uh, the one thing. All these fucking video game companies make pachinko machines. It's not just fucking Konami. There's a Persona yeah, Konami, 4 Konami's pachinko machine. Konami's been doing machine. it for years. They've been yeah. all around for Everyone years. Everyone does it. Yeah. But they're the only ones that should fuck off and die. They're the only ones that have decided to stop making video games and instead just make pachinko machines. Oh, they're still making video games. It's just it's probably going to be a long time before we see any of them. I mean, they pared down their t- p- output over the last couple of years to like two or three a year. Yeah. It's been so funny seeing their, their like E3 booths and how like yeah, barren they are. The giant Konami wall is still amazing. My my favorite is, is still the giant area of red carpet that had nothing yes. on it. Yeah. 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 And then there was just the giant Konami wall behind it. It's so good. And then like this year they had a helicopter pad for Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> Great. They must be making money somehow. Uh, I wish I remembered this summer in games. All I recall is fall announcements and hype, and I was too busy with personal struggles. Or do I? Although I did get into Clicker Heroes. Oh man, I, I don't think like anything games. really happened in the summer. No, really. fuck that Clicker games, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll I'll tell you how deep I was in. Right, I knew I had to go away for a weekend, so mm-hmm. I set up my Razer mouse. <laughs> to oh, do no. an auto-clicking macro oh, no. and had that set up multiple times so it would click like a thousand times <laughs> every few seconds and just left it going all the time and when I came back the game had crashed and I like lost my mind. <laughs> I was so angry. Anyways, clickers happened. <laughs> oh, that wasn't, I mean for me, clickers wasn't this year. That was Candy Clicker. Or candy Box was the one for Secure me. Secure a clicker. Cookie Clicker. All those. Yeah. Oh, Can- Candy Box was the one that I Candy spent Box. time on. Yeah. Candy Box was the only one I've gotten into. That wasn't really... I oh, know you did. You could click for that. I forgot about that. Yep. I mean, all those games, they become automated. At some point, but yeah. Yeah. Those are a thing. Yep. Those are a thing that maybe go... RPG, like, video games, and you're just doing this? It actually I'm boils down what every <laughs> RPG, like, uh, action RPG on the PC system. has been ever into just like the very base mechanics of it. <laughs> like if your progression system is good, is it any different than not having a progression system? Right. It's just numbers. Numbers. Uh, Undertale becomes a cult classic, particularly because it does not give a fuck about the diversity of characters, unlike how real life people react to gender, sexual orientation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That means a lot coming from me of all people. 
sure. I, I would like argue it. Undertale is a cult classic, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the greatest video game of all time, so I don't know how cult it <laughs> Best is. Best game ever. I mean, to be fair, the other <laughs> like they've run that contest two other times, and the winners were Ocarina of Time and Final Fantasy VII, so that's it's a hollowed list to be in. Yeah. I don't know how cult it is. Uh, well, meanwhile, we'll see how much staying power it has. Uh, meanwhile, I discovered Eternal Senia, which for a while matched Undertale's player count, according to Steam Spy. Yeah, it's even more of a cult classic, and frankly, amongst the reasons I think it's a better game than Undertale is the fact it treats the theme of determination more seriously than Undertale, or any video game for that matter has treated it. I played a bit of this game. I want to play more of it. It's actually pretty fun. Okay. I have never heard of this. It's actually free. You can download that for free and play it. Thumbs up to liking a game more than Undertale. <laughs> Word. Uh, Steam Spy became a little more known. Might as well mention that. I don't know Steam Spy. I use Steam Charts for getting. I think it's info the same thing on Steam. Yep. Where I found out how fucking popular Football <laughs> Manager games are. <laughs> They're super fucking popular. That's not Holy surprising. Shit. The fall gaming season begins, and really, what matters more to most gamers is the game they played. The game they played is the most. <sighs> fall gaming season begins, and really, what matters to to most gamers, to gamers is the game they, the game they, played, is they played. Is the most <laughs> is the one that be is best, not what is actually best. <laughs> But seriously, I don't pay any attention to award stuff, not unless they explained why a game is so good. Sure. And if it wasn't always a popularity contest in the fans' eyes, then again, only a fraction of gamers play more than a few games a year. So what are you going to do? XP. <laughs> Fuck you, Hank. <laughs> yeah, people don't play every game. Because mm -hmm. it's not physically possible anymore. Nope. It's not financially possible either, honestly. That too. Nope. nope. Oh, and Overwatch. Though being in semi-closed beta looks amazing. It is. Re Rainbow Six Siege looks very creative for an SPS as well. It. You know what? Rainbow Six Siege is actually pretty creative how it plays. It. It yeah. is. Too bad about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that game very much. Oh, okay. I liked one mode in it. That mode is real good, though. Is that Terrace Hunt? <laughs> That's yeah, Terrace it's Hunt. Terrace Hunt. Everyone loves Terrace Hunt. That's all I remember from playing in Vegas. And, or not Vegas, uh, yeah. Black Arrow. I just don't think it's that fun as a multiplayer. The thing that bothers me the most is game. I would love a single-player campaign to go through in that game. Mm -hmm. I would love that. but yeah, Which doesn't have. Yeah. Because it's a modern multiplayer game. That's what I, I liked about the Rainbow Six games, though. Yeah, well, I just remember that original one where you have to fucking plan out every step. Oh my god! And yeah. everything goes all wrong. I don't think we ever, me and my friends, ever beat that first level as a kid. I remember that demo. That was fucking difficult. Holy That's crap! Probably just what we played was that demo. Honestly, I don't know if my friend actually owned that. Uh. 
Regardless, I could write an essay on why Eternal Sinia is the best game that came out this year that I'm aware of because it simply takes the best of what the medium has to offer for narratives and goes with that all the way. It tackles themes in a way I've never seen in any game and it drilled a hole into my heart and helped me make it whole. No game laden with mech combat has ever yet to achieve that. Content. Greats. Oh yeah. Mech content. Content. Excuse yeah. me. I feel like that was a Freudian slip there. Has <laughs> <laughs> ever yet to achieve that, let alone greats like Metal Gear Solid. Salt hmm. thrown. But perhaps I could send an email detailing this more when we get TDP's Game of the Year 2015 edition. Perhaps. I don't think we do emails, though, for the TDP like podcast specifically. Though. No, because it already takes long enough for us to go through ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is and actually... And you're already doing community stuff in there, too. This is... At, uh, Eternal Senia is actually like one of the few games on my pile that I want to play a little bit more before Fair enough. I have a solid opinion on it, but I think it's pretty good from what I've played so far. Uh, Spencer writes in... Since you complained about the lack of questions, here's a few. <laughs> you brought this on us, Paul. <laughs> We're not even like half done. <laughs> I took on the internet and the internet won. <laughs> um, his first question, Japan is getting a custom controller for the Wii U version of Pokémon Tournament. Do you think we'll get this too? Will it be compatible with anything else? We'll get it. It won't be compatible with anything else. Agreed. Second question. Do any of you import games? If so, how frequently and for what reasons? I've imported Puyo Puyo Tetris for the Vita. Yeah! Oh, for the Vita. (laughs) And once I get a console, like a... Once I get a PS4, I will import it for the PS4. Is it on PS4? Yeah. Okay, I have it for Xbox One, so... Yeah. But yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Great game. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yep. Also, now that I know there's a handheld version, now that I know there's a handheld version, I may actually go order that. Um, Uh, I don't import games. Very rarely. Basically, if I go to a con and see an import-friendly game, I'll pick it up. That's about it. I think I, I don't know if I count that because you're not importing it. It's already been imported. You're then, then in that case, I mean, it's still like not meant for my hardware. But I mean, if that's true, then like these fucking. Okay, so for real, when Day of or was a Day Dawn of the Dead, that remake came out. Mm-hmm. I have like a bootleg version that like from a Chinese market that like some Chinese person probably mm-hmm. sat in like a theater with a camera, then yes. burned it onto a DVD and like made up a cover and everything. Amazing. I wouldn't consider that an import still. <laughs> Even All right, fine. But to be fair, I had to go to another country to get most of these, so that technically counts. All right, fine, fine. And then you I know what? I'll get. I'll give that to you. If you got a game at like the port, the retro gaming expo or whatever, yeah, you cross the border. Fine, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then I do it all the time. Uh. Hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he actually has another part to this question. Uh, I am. I import the Hyperdimension Neptunia games when they come out in Japan. It's my favorite series. I find the games really fun, despite the fact that I can barely read Japanese, thus understanding none of the story. I still buy the games in English to enjoy the story, and since uh, and since I love the series, I'm thinking he just meant since I love the series so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, three, are any of you interested in Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn? 
Yeah, but I didn't see the trailer from the Game Awards, so I, fr- I heard it change very vastly from the Kickstarter, so. Like, I heard it's 2D I mean, now. It's not going to be a fighting game, right? So It's a beat-em-up, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. I just want to see what they do. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the backlash. <clears throat> Next question. I know John has played it, but... Uh, sh- I guess Hank or me play. Have we played the original Shafu? If so, including John, what are your thoughts on it? Talk about literally all the thoughts you had. <laughs> Talk literally about every single thought you had. I mean, I played Shafu a long time ago. I thought it was stupid and played shitty and haven't played it since. I beat it as a kid. I don't know how I did that, but I did. Uh, I have not been able to beat it as an adult since. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but. It's the funny thing. Uh, my favorite thing about this game is the fact that every character in the game is better than Shaq. Shaq is the worst character in his own game, which yes. is hilarious. Yep. It's the most important thing about that game. It's pretty good. Hank, have you played it? No, I have not played it. You're not missing out on anything. Next question. With the last sentence in mind, should I see a psychiatrist? Yes. No. Or maybe? I don't. You know what? Well, I would love to watch a competitive Shaq Fu scene. Like some of the characters in that game are actually good. He he should see a psychiatrist. Maybe I think it make you reasons? feel better. Yeah, everybody I mean, needs can't... a helping hand sometimes. You shouldn't feel ashamed about that. Sure. Do you think I'll ask more questions about Shaq Fu? Is his next question, and I'm yes. thinking probably. And oh, thank God. This is mainly for John. I oh. always hear that I always hear that between Genesis and Mega Drive models, the Model 1 high definition graphics version is the best in terms of accessory compatibility and sound. Do you know if there's any actual graphics differences? There are version uh, versions of the Model 1 Genesis that don't say high definition graphics, which have an inferior sound card, but I don't know of any actual graphic differences. Uh, the main difference I remember is that the the original Model 1 uh, Sega Genesis has support for S-Video, which is a big thing for consoles back then. So it can be modded to support S-Video, and I think, I forget what kind of audio, I think you can get better audio out of it as well. So I believe, yes, it is actually supposed to be overall better than the other models of Genesis. But it requires some internal modding as a result. Cool. You're up for next question, too. I finally finished. Sweet. All right. Going to Twitter. This one comes to us from Dan the Enigma. It says, ever think of doing community-based tournaments like Duck Game or Smash or something like that? Yes. We have thought of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next tournament I want to do is I haven't done a Burning Barrel uh, Pokemon tournament for a long time, so that's actually on the docket next. Nice. Uh, Duck Game Tournament. I will be talking to Landon, and we'll see if we can maybe do something cool with him since he made that game. So that could be... He's not available till January, though. And no for Smash, because I don't play it. But, like... <laughs> I, I mean, I, that, that might be more on my side than anything, because I think out of the three, I'm the only one that really plays. I mean, honestly, we could just get Bread to do it, because that guy knows Smash and knows True. how to do community tournaments. <laughs> I feel like he's also really fucking sick of Smash tournaments at this point. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hank, next question. 
Would you smooch a ghost? Who hasn't? Can you? Do you wanna? <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna experience Maybe they can a ghost? Just haunt your lips. Have a ghost haunt your lips. That's weird. <laughs> a little bit, isn't it? That's. I'm uncomfortable. I mean, I mean, sure, but only if they ask for permission. Is yeah. the ghost hot? <laughs> Is the ghost just someone wearing a bedsheet over their head? Is the ghost nice? I think will the first the, question is more important. Will the ghost <laughs> ask me out to dinner? That's not important. Will the ghost pay the, for the dinner with that's, ghost dollars? That's more important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it might only be ghost food. Uh, Jordan writes in, I just got Wii U. What good cheap games and downloadable titles do you recommend? That's the problem because all good games on the Wii U are, do not lose their fucking value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um find virtual console games that you liked growing up and get those that's your cheapest bet probably yeah yeah I, for downloadables I've heard Fast Racing Neo is pretty good uh the problem is a lot of the downloadables that I think of are multi-plats like DuckTales Remastered didn't Ray uh, get a blowjob from one? I mean, that <laughs> did totally happen. totally did. That happened. That's a weird movie. I always forget about <laughs> that part. Um, All I like to think of are multi-plats. I mean, if you get a Wii U, I think you should just, like, splurge the 60 bucks and get, like, one good game that'll hold you over for a while until you can buy another. Instead of getting like some cheap ones, they do have occasional sales on stuff. I mean, the Wii U—you you can always get the Wii U bundle with a game at this point. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to not get a game with your Wii U now, unless you yeah. buy it used. If you like but, Mario games, you should just get Mario Maker because the community will keep that going and fresh for you. Yeah. But you have to really like Mario <laughs> a lot for that to be yeah. your only game. Yeah. The important thing is that the Wii version of Punch Out is available digitally. That's yeah. Cool. That was a good game. That was a really good game. That game is really good. Yep. Next question. I forgot where we were. There it is. Konagami says uh, console that made the best impression this year, in your opinion, excluding PC, since obviously PC. Right. I mean the Wii U. Yeah, it's Wii U. Yeah. PS4, this was the worst year for the PS4, in my opinion. Oh, man, Bloodborne came out best year for the PS4. But that was, like, the only game that came out for until, no, dawn. until Dawn. But that's, like, not that's $70 it. worth. Is it? I mean, Is no, it worth $70? I mean, I, I agree it's not. Otherwise, I would have a PS4 with Until Dawn <laughs> sitting beside me. <laughs> I've watched playthroughs of that game twice, but... I've like, heard that game super that, interesting, game but I've, to do that. I've heard the game super interesting, but not like seventy dollars interesting. I I could probably agree with that. It is interesting for the price of free and going to YouTube.com. <laughs> yeah, watching a playthrough is fun. Mm -hmm. It is. I, if if I mean, I would have played it if I owned the console, but not owning the console, fuck that. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel too. Uh, I just and 
handheld, like I don't think this was a great year for the 3DS. Bloodboard and Until Yawn. <laughs> Maverick Hunter X, get the fuck out of my chat. <laughs> I think this was a better year for the Wii U than the 3DS or the Vita also. Uh, I mean, every year is better yeah. than the Vita. Hey, Dancing uh, Light is a good fucking game. Wasn't that like the only game that got like any notice notoriety though? Yep. That's why it wasn't a great year. I'm just trying to. I can't even think of any like super standout 3ds titles that came out this year. And I always like Pokemon buy 3DS P Cross. Well, this was a bad year for the 3ds. Like Xenoblade Chronicles came out for 3ds. Majora's uh, Mask. Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker. Triforce Heroes, but that's hit or miss depending on who you talk to. I'm I'm literally looking at my 3DS wall and I am can't even see what I picked up this year. Yokai Watch came out. I got nothing else. I don't even. Nothing is jumping out to me right now. Yeah, it was a as as a person who loves handheld systems, this was a bad year for the 3DS. Oh, dude! Next year wor- will be way better, but it was a worse year for the 3DS because that Binding of Isaac port like oh, broke yeah. my heart. <laughs> It's still oh, bad, too. Tom, it's totally right. Box Boy came out this year, and that was the best 3DS game. Man, man, they put the Donkey Kong Land games on Virtual Console. Yay. <laughs> and they haven't put anything on Virtual Console on 3DS since. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Virtual Console. They're still putting out games on Wii U, not on 3DS. I mean, barely. I think they're even slow on the Wii U. They're very slow on Wii U, but they are still coming, whereas there's been nothing... There was, I think there was, there were some 3D games, like, but, uh, and I think out of like the, between PS4 and Xbox One, this was a better year for Xbox One, but eh, still, I mean, they got, they got Halo 5, they got Gears remastered, uh, they got Rise of Tomb Raider, they had something at the beginning of the year that I've completely forgotten about, it was probably Forza 6 or Horizon 2 or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, but it's pretty been pretty bad on a lot of big, uh, a lot big of third party stuff that also runs on PC, like Fallout and Witcher and Just Cause. Just Just Cause all not running great on those systems. Yeah. Is it my turn for the next question? Yeah. Okay. So it's Hanks. It might be Hanks actually. My turn actually. Okay. Since it's nay nay Christmas, <laughs> best and worst Christmas game <laughs> presents you have gotten. There's no such thing as a worst for me. Most of my worst games I've bought myself. I mean, worst Final worst Fantasy Six like- for best. Uh, Castlevania Judgment for worst. Mega Man Three for best. And nice. I, I don't get a whole lot of gaming presents on Christmas, so uh, maybe Sonic Spinball. I still love that game a lot, but that was probably the worst like caliber mm. quality. I mean, if that's the worst you're getting, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, no, for sure. But I don't get a whole lot of them. So yeah, like uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't get. A, I never got a lot of video game stuff for Christmas. But like because I didn't trust my parents enough to get me games. Uh, the only thing I can remember is them getting like me Final Fantasy VIII when I wanted Final Fantasy Tactics. Whatever. 
I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't love Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VI is overrated. Mega Man Three has problems. <laughs> Mega Man Three is also like 30 years old. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Mega Man 3 has good intro music. And good music in general. I mean, of course it has problems. Mm. Like, every fucking game has problems. It's true. Next one's yours, Paul. Like Undertale. Undertale's problems. <laughs> <sighs> Undertale's the best game ever. What are you talking about? Yeah, and even it has problems. All games have problems. And my problems had ended. Yeah. <laughs> Need that human genocide run where you kill all the humans. Oh my god. The Mirror Knight writes in with two That's questions. Uh one, did you expect someone else to win the ballot of Smash? You, I, it's it's funny, like thinking about Bayonetta as an option, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I, I expected like Goku. I'll be real. Goku, if they could have gotten the license, totally would have been in there. I kind of expected something boring to happen, like Banjo or Rayman. Oh, really? I was like, totally Banjo expecting... wouldn't have been boring. What are we I, talking about? I just mean, like, a, a more appropriate. Not, like, kind of crazy the way Bayonetta kind of is. In terms of, like, play style. Yeah. I was kind of expecting, like, Wolf or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have pissed off so many people. I was kind of expecting it, though, honestly. I was kind of expecting them to announce an Ice Climbers that played as one character, just to, but not as the poll winner. Dude, did you guys see that person who put up that change.org poll to, petition to get rid of Bayonetta from Smash? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. come on. Oh, man. Sounds right. It, it totally got removed, but it was the best description ever. Let me see if I can find it again. I accidentally stumbled across it on Facebook. I'm going to totally look for it, but I, it made me fucking laugh out loud reading the description. There's only one online, like, poll or ballot or whatever, like, uh, petition that I've ever signed, and it was to bring Samurai Pizza Cats onto DVD back in, like, uh, 1999. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. we've got that on DVD, so you did good work. Yeah. And now it's coming out on Blu-ray. God damn it. <laughs> I just got this DVDs collection like a Can't year look ago, that maybe. Much better on Blu-ray, huh? Old TV animation does not look that much better. On it Blu-ray doesn't matter. It's, it's the new TV. media, so I need it. I don't. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. Yeah, you do. You have a PS3. I don't. I only have it at 360. That's not true. I'm so sad. I can't find this. Ah, it's okay. I, mean, so, I have other so consoles, funny. but I don't have anything that plays. Uh, his, I can play HD DVDs, but not <laughs> His second question was, have you guys played Xenoblade Chronicles X yet? The answer for me is no. I need an external hard drive so I can download all the loading speed-up patches. Oh, yeah, I think you said that the other week, right? Last yeah, week? I, I went to Memex, and I asked them, like, what do they have? And the cheapest one I could get, that was also the biggest, because there's a two-terabyte limit. Um was 150 and oh. i just bought i just bought a four terabyte for that price so i was like no i'm good yeah so uh you need to buy one with a power supply 
or you need to buy one that has with a, a Y splitter. So it uses two USB ports. Both options kind of suck. But yeah, once I buy an external hard drive, I will actually play Xeno X at least for a little bit. I've been told without the patches, it, it's not that bad. It's just you got to worry about pop-up and shit. I have an encase, like a powered encasing for a drive. Do you mm. want that? And you can just put any hard drive into it? I mean, sure. I've got like a couple gig hard drives just or terabyte ones just kind of sitting around here. Okay, I'll dig it out at Think some about point. I mean, are they are they three point fives or two point fives? Because I don't have any like desktop hard drives sitting around. I don't actually remember. I'd have to look. It was a long. Oh time yeah, Ma- Maverick Hunter X found it. He's on the ball. Get Bayonetta out of Smash. As we all know, Bayonetta was recently confirmed for Smash, for she is just a fucking fucking whore who sets a high standard for women all around. Let's get this slut out of Smash. Nine supporters. It the screenshot I saw said twenty two. So wow. Then someone, let me see if I can find that one too. Uh, apparently, like someone ended up making a a different petition called the petition to get rid of the petition that petitions that Sakurai get rid of Bayonetta. Yeah, that sounds okay. That sounds right. <laughs> That one got game. that one got twenty six supporters. Great, so fucking dumb. <laughs> Great online positions are the best. It's like fucking so dumb. I totally forgot what I was looking up. <laughs> What's next? What's the next question? This one. Uh, Laid Rex. Uh, I can't see because it says your name, Paul. Oh, really? Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I've been torn between getting Xenoblade X and Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, so I thought I'd ask, which would you guys recommend? Um, both games are pretty long, but I have a sneaking suspicion Xenoblade X is a lot longer. Like yeah, probably. Like 200 hours long. Let me ask you this. Do you have a hard drive? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have 8 gigs at least free on your on your Wii U? If so, then get it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hank, you're up. What is your favorite Christmas movie and why is it Jingle All the Way? You know, people <laughs> always make this joke. I legitimately love Jingle All the Way as a Christmas movie. I like movie. that movie too, but Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard and Home Alone are my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, I Die forgot Hard. about Home Alone. Home Alone 1's really good. Yep. Two's okay. I, I don't think eh, Home Alone it's all right. holds up that well. But I love it as a You're wrong. It takes too long to get going. You're what? right. You are right about that. What movie? Home Alone. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? It really does, actually. It doesn't actually start going until like about forty-five minutes to an hour in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when you're like half asleep on Christmas, it's okay. But uh, well, I mean, I that's what kid, it's I for. loved it. I mean, I loved it as a kid. Yeah. But... Jingle All the Way I... is actually great, though. Jingle All the Way is cheesy as hell, but it is enjoyable. Phil it's Hartman as Phil like, Hartman is so good. The nemesis neighbor is he's so good in that. I, I hate wife's that cookies movie, are delicious. I, I fucking love Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And um, Arnold is just like kind of a terrible father who gets redeemed at the end. Like it's actually a really good, kind of touching movie, but like so dumb, so fucking dumb. <laughs> Big show as Santa. All right, Dan's had too much wait, to drink tonight. Wait, what movie is that? I don't know. I'm trying to keep up with. <laughs> what people are saying here. Maybe that was Home Alone 5 or whatever. Home Alone 5 was surprisingly watchable. Surprisingly Is that the watchable. one with French Why Stewart? did you watch it? That one has um 
If it has French Stewart in it, it, you're wrong. That was number four? Yeah, that was number four, I think, which I haven't seen. That one's and Wasn't terrible. French Stewart like the one of the kids, like the kid of Marv or something like that? The original Bandits? Actually, you're probably right. That sounds... That sounds Home stupid. Home Alone 5 also isn't called Home Alone 5. It's called Home Alone the Holiday Heist. Ooh. Which is hilarious because none of the other ones apparently were holiday heists. Nope. Uh, that, it has Malcolm McDowell in it. What? Yep. Apparently more holiday heists. Nope. Uh, that, it has Malcolm McDowell in it. What? Yep. Fuck Home Alone 4. Thank you, Myo Hell. Also- <laughs> Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3 is so fucking terrible. Mario is also reminded that kid. Jingle All the Way 2 is a real movie. I didn't actually know that. Huh. That's I great believe to it, know. I believe it stars LL Cool J. Or is it Ice Cube? Oh, no. I'm looking it up. It is... Oh, no, I was way off. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, no. Uh, oh. That was a completely different direction. I'm going to have to watch this, aren't I? Actually, you know what? No. Larry the Cable Guy, like, it doesn't matter. Larry's daughter wanted only one thing for Christmas, a talking bear. His daughter's stepdad intends to make sure that Larry can't get one. But have you seen Switchmas? From the directors of Chairman of the Board, Inspector Gadget 2. Is, it, is this way, actually... Is this yes. actually, Oh my god, you're right! Yep. Remember Chairman of the Board? Remember Caratop? Oh, man. Is he still, like, super ripped? I mean, he is now, but he wasn't back then. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Where were we on Quest? Cool for Ninja Cat writes in, What are some of your favorite songs to sing when you go on adventures with friends? You guys do that sometimes, right? Yes, you have to sing a song when you go on adventures. Yeah, I just can't think of what song it is. I think I just... Sing random tunes in general. Yeah, it changes. Oh, I know. Every time I'm together with uh, TRG, uh, we always end up singing Albuquerque at some point. Okay. It, it is that in the truck driving song. It like it's consistent. There will always be a point where Albuquerque comes up, and always a point where the truck driving song comes up. Okay. With one friend, it is "Bad Romance" by Lady Gaga. Trying to think of some other ones. It's yeah, it's one of those things that it kind of changes. One time it was uh, that I wanted that way. Back that was Backstreet Boys. That was weird. Actually, that was that was a year we went to PAX together, John. I was gonna say that trip reminded me. Like through the fire and the flames always comes up for me. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's that. We didn't really sing to that though, so much as like murder foul as we. We had an experience. <laughs> but um, that same trip, one of the days, Ron and I were just, like, walking around Seattle randomly and just started, like, singing Backstreet Boys and then just stopped and didn't talk to each other or look at each other for, like, five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it was really strange. That was a weird... Holy shit, that was a weird trip. Anyway. I ended up singing the... uh, you know, My friend sing the Jim's... The- opening to the Jim Steinman Batman musical that never came to fruition. That is the song so is weird. out there. That is obscure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I'm going to have to look this up after. Yeah. There's, a, there's cool. a website that has all, all the songs. And also one of the songs ended up on Bad Out of Hell 3. Okay. <laughs> it's the song the Crooked Police Chief sings. 
Night of Serbia writes in. Wish that thing had come to fruition. It's amazing. What's your best joke? It's called the Top Down Perspective. It airs hey. every week. Hey yo. <laughs> Hank, tell me a joke. Make me laugh. Don't make it too racy. The kids are listening. Um. Okay. If so. you have to think this long, it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's more the joke I would tell would be too long. It's, okay. It's not worth it. Okay. It's not worth telling. Involves a duck. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that got any one? nails? What? Yeah. Is it which one is it? Uh, with grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the one. Good dad I, joke. I I got a joke for you. Man opens, or there's a knock on the door. Man opens the door. There's a snail there. T- picks up the snail, throws it. A year later, same snail comes back. Says, I can't remember how that ends now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. Now I need to know. I need closure. No, I mean, it actually ends with like something like, what the hell was that for? But it was funnier to just forget the end. Because it actually made you laugh. <laughs> you got the bad ending to that joke. I got oh, the bad yeah. ending, yeah. We did the genocide run. Yeah. yeah. You dollar <laughs> ninety nine to hear the good end. <laughs> <laughs> Where everybody's happy. He needs exclosure. I'm gonna fucking time you out right now. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I asking the next one? Yep. Yep. Has there ever been a character or a game that really resonated with you? If so, what or who was it? How so resonated? Like, thought was really cool or, like, really, like, yeah, I get where you're coming from sort of thing? Or, like, does it really matter? Vibrated with you on the same frequency. Oh, in that case, there was, like, all these silver dollar gaming games on the xbox indie thing like the indie games where you just like vibrate your controller yeah and then if you wanted it if you wanted it to keep vibrating it would cost you like the (laughs) dollar 99 or like 200 points or whatever so if you wanted to climax you had to pay the 200 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking done. Well, there are more <laughs> questions. Nathan Drake is my answer. Next question. Shane says, what's the most powerful you've ever felt in the game? Uh, Saints Row 4. Dota 2 when you're on a good snowball. When you're like actually can just kill everyone because you've gotten so much more experience in gold than everyone else in your carry character. Because sometimes you can feel so weak in that game so that when you feel super powerful, you feel real strong. I'm back. I just need to grab more water. Okay. I figured as much. Uh, We're on the next question. Has there ever been a character or or what's the most powerful you've ever felt in the game? And I responded Saints Row 4. And Hank, I already forgot what you said. Dota two, <laughs> okay. On a carry with in a snowball, like 
Tusk, then? Like, literally in a snowball? No. Okay. Like, where you just got okay. enough items, you can just kill I'm it. I'm just saying, there's a character that literally right. goes in a snowball. Right. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. You get to do Ice Punch? Yeah, it's People really good. People go flying. Walrus Feels punch. real good. Yeah, you're right. Um, Most powerful... I feel like there's an obvious answer here that I can't remember where you like eventually turn into like a god. Fuck, when man. You could do the Hadoken in Mega Man X. Because you could do the Hadoken. I mean, yeah, there's like you're super powerful, yeah, when you get that. Saints Row answer is really good. Yeah. It is basically crackdown, but goofier. And you, like, yeah. destroy the world around you, so. Binding of uh, Isaac Rebirth. Some runs, actually. Yeah. Like, actually, you know what? I'm going to say that, because once you get that run, like, after going through the trials and tribulations of just bullshit, and you could uh -huh. just, like, enter a room and everything dies before your presence, that's really good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Azura's Wrath, actually, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, another good choice. That's what Sean would have said immediately. Yeah. Azura's Wrath is so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, next question. Konagami writes in, Most enjoyable Christmas-themed event in any game you've played? The only one that's really coming to mind is Banjo-Kazooie. I liked that in Dota 2, they'd made the map snow-covered, because that was a big deal at the time for that game. I like logging into World of Warcraft Christmas and seeing, like, what fake presents and how many people are, like, around the tree in that game for, like, an hour. Probably the first time getting snowballs in WoW. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite... Band or musician, and what is your favorite era of music? Uh, the RX Bandits and I don't think I have one. I don't think I have an era I prefer. Yeah, him either. Nineties electronic music, maybe. For me, it's nineties rock or grunge, probably. Uh, favorite band. Probably still Nine Inch Nails. Probably. Probably they might be giants for me. That okay. Ween actually. Ween is I like Ween a lot. They're so good. Everybody should listen to Ween. Uh Red Zero X writes in and says, You want questions? What do you think of the idea of Wesker mode in the Resident Evil Zero remake? What was the deal with this? Like you play as I don't actually uh, know. I haven't been keeping you, you up. Play on as, it. You play as Wesker <laughs> and I guess it's Rebecca's evil or something like that. Oh really? That sounds I'm, great. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up as well. That game's still like a month away, so I just kinda don't wanna read up on it. I just wanna play it. Wesker mode. This one here. Minigame available in the remaster in this mode. 
players take control of Wesker, accompanied by Rebecca, as they move through locations featured in the main campaign. In this mode, uh, Wesker has his appearance and superhuman abilities from Resident Evil 5, as well as at least two new abilities that involve him discharging energy from his eyes into enemies, as well as knocking them back without physical contact via his eyes glowing, while Rebecca wears a new costume reminiscent of Jill Valentine's from the same game including a P-30 injector on her chest. Wesker is also depicted with his eyes glowing brightly enough to overpower his sunglasses, which the trailer implies is due to his being powered by the Ouroboros. Cool. Yeah, sounds fine. Uh... He then goes on to write in again and say, will the world explode if the new Star Wars movie is subpar? I'm going to say no. Although from what the buzz I'm hearing, apparently it's pretty good. They don't seem to like it. And then he writes in again (laughs) and says, last question, with companies all vying to produce a VR headset, will this make it better and cheaper or will it be a gimmick? Uh, competition Both. is always better for us, so it's going to be better and cheaper, and it will be gimmicky. Yeah, easily both. Yep. Yep. I think Oculus has already said they're going to sell it at cost. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. It's still going to be expensive. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Yay. like... Yeah, that's why they're going to sell it at cost. They just want people to fucking have them so they have a user base. Anyways, thank you for your questions. If you want to write in, and you could be like one of the million people that decides to write in here. You asked for this. I know. I lost. I lost the battle. You won, Internet. Perspective at gmail.com, TDP podcast on Twitter, or Facebook.com slash Perspective or John's P.O. Box on his YouTube on, channel. On mail. On mail. On mail. Yep. Games of the Week. John. Record Keeper. Hank. Uh... Probably it's StarCraft 2. And it is just cause three for me. There you go. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys probably not next week because that is Christmas, so have a happy uh, holidays. Christmas Eve is Thursday? Yeah. yeah Eve is Thursday, so probably not, unless we do an early one. But even with Sean being I, up, I don't think so. I work and then leave from work to go to my parents' house, so I will not be around. Either, like, if you guys do it, then... You can do that, but... I, I'm good with there being no TDP next week, if you want me to be honest. Yeah. I would like to also spend time with my family and my girlfriend. Either way, from me at least, and probably all of us at TDP, have a safe and happy holidays, and we will see you guys in the new year, probably. Or at least very soon. Close to it. Don't forget to celebrate December 20th. Yes! <laughs>